With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. It's me, it's me, it's the D-O-double-G, the road dog, Jesse James, and by my side, as always, is that B-A-double-D-A-double crooked letter, badass Billy Gunn. Together we are the New Age Outlaws, and you're listening to the B-O-C Nation. And if you ain't down with that, he's got two words for you. Suck it. VOC Nation provides live daily streaming shows where fans have the ability to interact with the hosts and guests by phone call, email, and Twitter. VOC Nation hosts include the legendary Ken Resnick, who you probably remember from the AWA and WWE, former WCW performer The Maestro, Wes Briscoe, who you probably remember from Impact, Brady Hicks, who you remember from Pro Wrestling Illustrated, former WWE and TNA star Shelly Martinez, and former Philly radio personality Bruce Wirt. VOC Nation's two most popular shows are Wrestling With History, featuring Ken Resnick and Bruce Wirt, streaming live on Wednesday nights at 9.30 Eastern, and of course, In the Room, featuring Pro Wrestling Illustrated's Brady Hicks and WCW alum The Maestro. And by the way, both of these shows take callers live during the show. What are you waiting for? Go listen live right now at VOCNation.com and subscribe to all of our podcasts by searching for VOC Nation Radio Network on your favorite podcast app. Oh, and follow them on Twitter, too, at VOCNation. This is the sister, the doctor of style, and you're listening to VOC Nation. Check out In the Room. Every Tuesday night at 9, listen in. Pro Wrestling Illustrated's Brady Hicks, former WCW star Stro Maestro, Kazzy Fist, Matt Grimm. And you and Ray are there too, right, Ray? We sure are, and we've got great guests like Lex Luger, AJ Styles, Taku, and more. It's a heck of a party. Plus, I didn't get thrown off uh, buildings. And then uh, pregnant. I didn't get pregnant either. Sometimes I think it gets so ridiculous. We were getting into, like, snuff film territory there. In the room. 9 p.m. Eastern on VOC Nation. Wrestling with History, the voice of choice, and Killer Ken Resnick. When I die, they're going to open me up and find about 2,000 undigested Northwest Airline cheese omelets. Mr. Chris Cruz, what's going on? Jesus, how did I get roped into this? General Adnan went to school with Saddam Hussein. He cried, I cried, he cried, and who could have Adnan lost a lot of family in the Iraqi war. Everybody loves Granny. Wow. Yeah, see, a lot of people don't know that. Yes, Taylor, you guys are busting me up. Catch Wrestling With History with Ken Resnick and I live on VOCNation.com Wednesday nights at 9.30 Eastern Time or listen to the podcast by searching VOC Nation Radio Network on your favorite podcast app. Stadium Journey, the worldwide leader in stadium reviews for the traveling sports fan, is proud to present the Stadium Journey podcast on VOC Nation. Join us as we talk with prominent figures from around the sports world to discuss issues pertaining to sports travel and stadiums around the globe. New episodes air on VOC Nation, Wednesdays at 6 p.m. Join Paul Baker, Dave Cartney, Mark Viquez, Dan Calachico, and guests from throughout the sports world on the Stadium Journey podcast on VOC Nation. On Wrestling With Problems, we deal with two things, wrestling and problems. On the wrestling side, we cover the major fads as well as the indies. As far as problems go, 
We cover our problems, American problems, and world problems. Sometimes the problems are even related to wrestling. Every week, comedian King David Lane and wrestler, promoter, Chris Best discuss the best and especially the worst in the world of wrestling with a heaping dose of comedy. Check us out live on VLCNation.com or on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. Each and every Thursday night, check it out. WCW star Stro Maestro takes you on a journey. It's WCW Retro. Talking old school match of the week. Talking dream matches. Taking your calls and looking back on an incredible career of acting, entertaining, and wrestling. Check it out. VOCNation.com. WCW Retro. Be sure to call in Thursday nights, 9 Eastern, on the VOC Nation Radio Network. Yo, this is Jerry Stein with the Nasty Boys. Yeah, Brian Knobs, yeah, you get ready to get nasty. Well, listen to the VOC Nation, baby, because it's about to get nasty all around and up in this mother. Get ready. Nasty Sensation is coming at you. The worldwide leader in entertainment. This is the VOC Nation Radio Network. The lyrical miracle, the sexual intellectual, the cunning linguist, and the quintessential stud muffin. Joel, my schlong is like a baby's arm, like a baby up in your mama's womb. And she loves it when we're listening to In the Room. Gardner. Keep listening and have yourself an eargasm. It's in the room on the VOC Nation radio network. We're back. We're live. We are on the air. And I can't wait to talk to all of you here tonight. It's going to be a great time. Brady Hicks here. Uh, Kathy Fitz joining us. What's going on, Kathy? How you doing tonight? Good, Brady. How are you tonight? I'm doing okay. I'm doing okay. I'm down the shore, so things are good. Nice. (laughs) Yeah, we're doing a live remote. (laughs) Nice. <laughs> also joining us, the one and only Maestro, of course, uh, professional wrestler, actor, entertainer, extraordinaire, Stro. How you doing, my friend? Oh, great, great, awesome. So you're down to shore. Have you had? Uh, do you still have that like Jersey pizza out there? 
from time to time? They do, you know, but I don't put on a mask to go get it. So I, I'm a little lazy like that, you know. But, uh, yeah, they do have it, and it's amazing. It is amazing. Oh, um, I miss it. <laughs> I miss it, too. I miss it, too. I, I should go up and get some. I'm actually, tomorrow night I'm going to a, a wing night, so that should be a lot of fun. Uh, Jersey, Jersey nice. Shore Wings. Uh, <laughs> should be a great time. And uh, speaking of winging it, we, we got our, our good pal Matt Grimm on the line as well. What's going on, Matt? How you doing? Oh, wait a second. Wait, are you saying I don't prepare? <laughs> that's, that's absolutely true. You're right. I don't. So guilty, guilty as charged. But does any of us prepare? Honestly, do you remember the early years, Matt? You always used to ask me for the show format. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, what a what a noob I was. What a rookie. <laughs> totally hopeless. Oh man. And Dude, as you just can get out there and do it. The, uh... <laughs> I don't plan this kind of stuff. Come on, what do I look like? <laughs> a uh, an organized announcer, Kathy? I think not. Not touching that one at all. <laughs> <laughs> I'm also still dealing with my little bit of head cold, so you'll have to bear with me, guys. Nine one four three three eight eighteen eighty five. Um, tonight, uh, actually, on the show, and there's a lot to talk about. Uh, because there were so many wrestling shows this weekend, you know, between, uh, well, SmackDown on Friday, then on Saturday you had AEW, you had TakeOver, you had SummerSlam on Sunday, you had Raw on Monday. Now, Payback is again on, I guess it's Sunday, and things have absolutely been uh, been nuts. Been nuts. I, it, it's, it's so difficult to keep up with everything. Uh, but... You know what, Matt? I mean, impressions from this weekend? Did anything jump out at you as like, hey, that's pretty cool? Or was it all just kind of ho-hum? No, it, it, it wasn't all crap. Um, I mean, I have, I, I do have to say, and I'm, I, I'm sure I'm in the minority here, um, I don't think the NXT takeovers have been anywhere near what they were prior to them going live on Wednesday nights and going head-to-head with AEW. I just don't think the shows have been as, as good. I don't think a lot of the new crop of wrestlers who've been coming up are as interesting as uh, the, the the guys and gals who came before. But I do have to I think say that's that, fair. yeah. I, I, but I but I do think SummerSlam was really well done for for what it was. And I mean, I, I wouldn't say that anything necessarily completely blew me away, but it was a solid show from beginning to end. There weren't really any points where. I, you know, I, I was I, I thought it was an opportune time to take a bathroom break or a snack break or anything like that. Um, it held my attention, you know, pretty much the whole way through. And yeah, um, and, and the end had me legitimately interested in watching SmackDown for the first time in uh, four or five months at this point. Like I'm, oh, I want to see what happens on SmackDown yeah. this week. You're right. It's going to be fun. You know what it was? I think because SummerSlam was a wrestling show. You know, they 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 told you what matches they were going to put out there, and they delivered those matches. They didn't give you uh, crap. They didn't do bait and switch. Really, it was just essentially everything nope. that they told you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, I, they, I was on board with it. <laughs> even, yeah, I was on board with it. People were coming back from the dead watching the show. It was amazing. Oh my goodness! Yeah, no. Well, we got to talk about that. You, so this Thunderdome thing, um, 
<laughs> and by the way, caveat, before, I don't want to forget about it. Uh, Vinny Pacifico is our guest, uh, formerly of Ring of Honor. He's, he's tremendous independent okay. talent, and this guy's going to be part of Super 8. Uh, I actually just started talking to Vinny really this week, but he, he seems like he's going to be a lot of fun, so he'll be joining us in a little bit. Um, but as far as all this, I mean, yes, WWE introduced the Thunderdome last week, and, and yeah, like apparently they're they're attempting to produce fans into, like, doing what they want on their computer monitors to be seen live on television. And there's thousands of these things, so you're not really picking up anything individual unless you're, like, kind of... But but, but a, a few a few noteworthy things, obviously. A couple messages about fire this wrestler, fire that wrestler. Uh, that stuff snuck through. Uh, Chris Benoit made an appearance. He was watching some of it. He seemed to enjoy what he saw. Um, so that, there was that. That was weird. And that was God. it was it was weird. Yeah, tasteless. I, I yeah, tasteless. Well, speaking of tasteless, somebody put up a KKK rally. Uh, yeah. That's beyond tasteless. Like like the Benoit one is definitely tasteless. A KKK rally is something else. That's, like, that's like what's wrong with people? I, I, I know they thought they were. I, I, I know they thought they, they were being funny. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> sleeping in bed. Uh. <laughs> Well, yeah, there were there were people that went to sleep. I I I saw Pokemon on there at one point. I saw Kermit. There, there was all kinds of stuff. But apparently WWE, I, I I think they kind of they don't deserve all the bad stuff. But like KKK or or like you know Benoit references or anything. But the bottom line is they tried to produce these fans. They told them that they would disconnect them if they didn't cheer when they wanted them to cheer, boo when they wanted them to boo, act excited. They they basically said you're replaceable and we'll put somebody else in your place if you're not doing it. So I don't know how many people its job there was to monitor these fans and make sure that they did what they wanted, but they don't do this when you go to a wrestling show, so why would they do it for that? Well, and yeah. I'll go a step further. Even worse, it's when it's doing its work, except you're not actually getting paid. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like, if and you also, don't do what we want you to do, what we want you to do, we'll just replace you. Like, that's, that's yeah, work. Yeah. That's what getting up and going yeah. to work every day is. Right. Right. But they figure just because, you know, you have an opportunity to be on television. Of course, you're uh, 18 rows back, and, uh, you know, nobody can see what you're doing anyway. Uh, but, yeah, it's uh, – I don't know. The whole thing was weird for me. I feel like I probably am in the minority, but I actually enjoyed the performance center shows better. I felt like they finally found their groove with the with the you know some of the talent in 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 you know behind the plexiglass. I I don't know. It just to me it just felt like a studio wrestling show. It felt like something I would have seen in like the late eighties, early nineties, and this this felt like a video game. Yeah, I mean, even calling it Thunderdome is weird because it's it's basically an arch. Like, there's nothing. It's not a dome at all. It doesn't go all the way around. It's just right. The, it's the better part of what the hard camera could see, and, and and that's about it. It probably wraps around maybe what like thirty five, forty percent of the ring. That's about it. Yeah. I mean, I don't think it's more than that. And I think it's only on one side too. I don't think that they bothered to do the uh, non-hard cam side. No, I don't think they did. <laughs> it's silly. That's where we usually sit, anyhow, Brady. You know. Yeah. I um. <laughs> the good thing is well, not I the shower. 
doing this. Yeah. I usually am facing. Uh, I usually am facing the uh, the you know like that. They're facing me usually because I I'm usually seated like somewhere next to the camera. So, yeah. it's I don't know the whole, the whole thing was weird. I I can't wait until they start brawling in the crowd and then like TVs starting get knocked over and like fans are getting trampled. Um, that's what I'm looking forward to. But the whole thing is weird. I don't know. Like I know the NBA is doing something similar. But first of all, the NBA didn't have 15,000 of these things stacked on top of each other. Uh, second of all, I don't think the NBA is telling you, you better cheer for Ben Simmons. Or, uh, bad example, Kathy. Bad, bad example. Uh, you better cheer for uh, not Joel Embiid. I, I don't know. Anybody on any team but the Sixers, you better not cheer for them or, uh, or we're going to boot you. It's just weird. But it, the, yeah. Trying to produce people like that on live television. Who's moderating all of these? Do you have one moderator for each one of these? Every individual person who's up on the screen? Because there's got to be, what, a thousand of them? Yeah. I'm assuming a thousand moderators watching it? I I, I suspect that there's probably one, and they told them to focus on the first couple rows that you could actually see. But I don't know that for sure. Right, but that is that yeah, would again, be the most realistic way to to approach it. Sure, but then you know well, the, you had Chris Benoit, you had the KKK make an appearance. Uh, yeah, the, the fire velvet yeah, team weird. from the night before. Yeah, a friend I'm of mine was one of the AEW people on in the ring. I mean, a friend of mine was one of the people. Okay, uh-huh. they actually asked her, "Do you have any red?" Um, cup for when um, yeah I heard this the street profits came out strange wow. to hold up the that is that is some serious micromanagement <laughs> and again these people are not paid employees that are doing this no they're marks sorry I, I don't like to use that language you know what I mean <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Uh, That's right. <laughs> I I really am surprised that Cody didn't buy a front row seat. How yeah. great would that have been? See Marco stunt in the front row. Yeah, with a Jurassic Express. Yeah, you get Hangman Page in there with his beer and his bourbon. Very cool. <laughs> Yeah, very cool. <laughs> By uh, the way, speaking of AEW, they, they, they had their, their own shirt. <laughs> <laughs> speaking of uh, AEW, they had their own show this weekend. It was a very good show. Uh, I don't happen to think that Renee Young is going there, but if she chooses to, um, I'm sure that they'll have her as some sort of a party host, and she'll probably be amazing at it, even if she's a little underutilized. I... I I think any company that could grab her it would be very, very smart. But I, I suspect she's going to be in, like, a sports center type of role. Uh, that would be my – or Fox, because Fox really seemed enamored with her. Maybe they'll put her with CM Punk again. Wouldn't that be something? That, um, yeah. That, that could be cool. Because apparently Fox really wanted CM Punk, and WWE really didn't. Um, but anyway, yeah, so so, so there was that um, AEW, another, you know, really good show. 
Um, I'm still kind of catching up on everything, but if there's anything with that that you guys want to talk about tonight, I, I certainly would love to do that. We have a new TNT champion, I know, in Brody Lee. Uh, Eric Rowan did not oh, show up. So One Cody Rhodes doesn't have to, to retire. a long time, man. Oh, yeah, that, that was amazing. I, that, that, for me, is probably... That for me was probably the match slash angle of the entire weekend out of all three of the shows that were on between Dynamite, Takeover, and SummerSlam. The last fifteen minutes of Dynamite were the best fifteen minutes of wrestling programming this weekend for my money. I I will check it out for sure. I will check it out. <laughs> um, yeah, and like I said, by by all accounts, I mean, they, they've done an absolutely fantastic job. As I clear my nose, Kathy, I'm off the nightclub at least. I'm off the nightclub. I think it's allergy. I think it's allergy related. Didn't I tell you about people myself. sneeze in your face right now? <laughs> well, you know, Matt, I, um, I'm terrified to go much of anywhere. Because the look that people give you if you so much as, like, do a sideways cough is, like... Oh, I know. Oh, yeah. 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 You know, like, I'm afraid out. I'm going to get beat up. Yeah. Yeah. In the, in the words of the macho man, they freak out, freak out. What's that? I was just diagnosed freak with out, freak GERD. Freak out, freak out, yeah. What? I was diagnosed with a GERD. I thought you said you were yeah, friends so with a bird. Stop it. No, that was last week when I was house sitting. But anyhow, okay. you know, I have GERD. <laughs> and okay. um, as you know, I'm always clearing my throat. Yeah. You don't do that around people. You go, <clears throat> everybody's looking at you like, oh, my God, what's wrong with you? Well, they think you want to say something when you do that. No, and then I cough. But. Yeah. Yeah. I, I know. I know. Listen, I've been taking my temperature every day. I'm good. I uh, I have smell. I have taste. God, God, do I have taste? Uh, <laughs> it's uh, it's just congestion. It's just congestion. But yeah. but anyway, we'll we'll have a good time tonight. And and if we don't, then I'll just take a shot of Nyquil around ten thirty, and we'll we'll call it a night. But I I, I do think we'll have a good time. Uh, and if you guys want to join us tonight, the number once again is nine one four three three eight eighteen eighty five. I see a couple of callers in the queue. We'll be getting you guys as soon as we can. Um, so there is the dark order, <laughs> all that stuff, all that stuff. <laughs> you know, the, other, the only other thing, ninjas. The only other thing I, I really wanted to mention, yeah, ninjas, retribution, blah blah blah. Keith Lee, um, finally debuts on the main roster. And they strip him of everything that's Keith Lee. Yeah. That was weird. Typical um, typical main roster treatment of an NXT success story. Now, I'm hoping that they're reworking. So apparently what happened is the, the, the group that did his song no longer has a contract with WWE. So they're with a different group now. And they're mm. fast and furiously trying to come up with new songs to cover this old band. That, that did a lot of their entrances, you know, and a lot of the guys, unlike Keith Lee, said like, "No, like until you've got something good, I want to continue to use this." Uh, apparently, Keith Lee said he was good with whatever, and uh, they also decided to change him into jock shorts or whatever. And it was just a weird experience all around. It's exciting to see Keith Lee on the main roster, uh, but that dude is going to get lost in the shuffle so fast. 
if they don't treat him like a star, like he was on NXT. Yeah, and what that's did I say last night? He's going to be competing for the 24-7 title regularly in, what, about three months? Oh, yeah. I, I hope not. He might be. I hope not, too. I hope not, too. Yeah. But, I mean, I don't... Like, dude, go back to, like, friggin' Bo Dallas and every NXT guy from then on and tell me yeah. that's not where... Like, by and large, that's where most of them end up. I, mean, I they, at they, least want to see... They botched Neville, they botched Balor, they botched Owen. I know. Everybody's been messed up. Sami Zayn, yeah. Samoa Joe. It's, uh, like, the list goes on. Nakamura, or is that what we call him? Nakamura, Nakamura <laughs> yeah. Terrible. Yeah. Keith Lee being underground a few weeks. <laughs> <laughs> well, We're all under- I, I hope that they at least get a series of, like, big man dream matches. Like, they kind of teased, like, Keith Lee against Roman Reigns, you know, Keith Lee against Braun Strowman. Like, that's the kind of stuff that I want to see, you know. Get him in there with the big show once or twice. Get him in there with, uh, who else, Kathy? Maybe Kane can come out of retirement. I, I want to see Keith Lee because he's so much more agile. I think he'll really do some good work against some of these bigger guys. Yeah. Well, you know what? Uh, that's my hope. Last week, Kobe Carino was there, down there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And you and you know who was uh you know who was underground this week? Chris Rockwell, no. the uh the world one champion. Who's in the really? Super Eight coming up. Yeah. He got knocked out by Lashley in like a minute. Poor guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh man. Rat rat nine one four three on the morning after it said he could take Lashley. Oh, jeez. Oh, yeah, where's he going to take him? The buffet? <laughs> I'm pretty oh, sure they were at the same convention, and I'm pretty sure Ratboy stayed away from him. So that was like that time all those years ago when, uh, Kathy, I'm, I'm sitting at the bar, and I see Haku sitting across from me, and I think... I could really make a name for myself right now. <laughs> and then I'm like, you know what? I'd be dead, and I that wouldn't die, be the yeah. kind of name that I want to make for myself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh. So that's where we are, you know. And I think we'll have a good time tonight, you know, taking your calls, and we can talk about all that stuff. And I'm sure that they'll have a, a healthy dose of nonsense to mix in as well. Um, <laughs> oh, man. Have, you, have you seen Roman Reigns since he's been back? I mean, God, he looks terrifying. Man, he's all How about them teeth, man? Them teeth, yeah. are, them teeth are terrifying. Yeah. <laughs> wasn't that, um, he looks like a werewolf. <laughs> wasn't that, I think it was Chandler Bing did his teeth like that, and it was scary. Jeez. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you see, Randy Orton was taking shots at him. Yeah, <laughs> what did he do? That's, a, that's an Orton yeah. esque thing to do. I forget. He's like, yeah. He's like, it was great to see you back or whatever. And then he had like a meme of like some guy with like his teeth glistening. Yeah, and then Roman Reigns. Uh, like... It was. Yeah, he said it <laughs> was good to see you back last night, and he put in a picture of like of Brian the dog from Family Guy. That's his, it, Brian like, the dog. Giving this big, uh, smile, these big white teeth. That was yeah. 
And then Roman said, hey, like, you know, still nobody cares about you. Is basically what he said. Which <laughs> is unfortunate because I guess Roman hasn't been watching the show over the last couple months. <laughs> probably, probably the worst well, they, comeback I've ever seen. They um they really killed Randy Randy Orton's momentum. I I was a little disappointed. I I understand they probably didn't want Drew McIntyre to lose, but where's he going to go from here? Yeah, I don't know. Hmm. And also, he's Pat, got a hard head. I gotta say this three times. Oh, ain't that the truth? <laughs> he's probably punch drunk. I knew a guy in college like that. You know, you kick him in the head, he gets up. He don't know where he is, but he gets back up every time. I can't think of that song by Dean Martin. Ain't that a kick in the head when I was watching? Kathy, I'd also be remiss if I didn't mention. I I know that they're good friends of yours. Uh, But just just Rey Mysterio walking with Dominic and Angie. um, It just, it had such a feel to me like they were dropping Rey Mysterio off at school for like Halloween. (laughs) <laughs> That's what it felt like. No. He even had a backpack. Oh. <laughs> like like Team Wolf. <laughs> oh. oh man. Nine one four three three eight eighteen eighty five. Go ahead. <laughs> I sent a message to um Dominic. I sent a message to Ray, you know, talking hey, Dominic. Dominic you know. Yeah. And now he's gonna be known as Prince Mysterio. Uh-huh. Is that really what he's going so, by? Yeah. I was hoping Eventually. he'd be Trey Mysterio. Uh, no. No? <laughs> no Trey Mysterio? <laughs> no. What about, so, what about Kathy? I sent what about Henson? Hence- go ahead. Go ahead. I, I got no, nonsense. You go ahead. Go ahead. You're, you're, you're dying to do this. Go ahead. Okay, so WWE, because they, they never called Rey Mysterio Jr., so would that make Dominic Rey Mysterio Jr.? Yeah, it's possible. I mean, they could do it. Uh, go ahead. I'm, I'm being silly. I know you are, but anyhow. Are you sure you didn't take my call early? I'm going to try and knock off early. Maybe I'll let Granny Hulkster run it. Wouldn't that be fun? No. Bye. Anyhow, um, <laughs> learn all about the. Uh, <laughs> I'm just. Yeah, you know, Don, I you know sent a message to Dominic and everything, and he responded yeah. right back on Twitter, and he said, "Thank you very much. Um, I appreciate your prayers and your kind words. I mean, this, like, and like I said to you guys in our chat, um, Ray has talked about Dominic being, um." High-functioning autistic. Really, I didn't even know that. Yeah, he, he's high-functioning, okay. but he has a little bit of yeah. autism. Okay. And to see him to go out and do what he's wanted to do, because of you know the family lineage and right. being trained by Conan, and you got to get the kid it. Kudos. He looked great. I gotta say. Yeah. Because I, I think a lot of people expected well him to what step in there and be. Yeah. Well, I mean, he's a pro, right? I mean, he's been doing this for a little while. It just he just hasn't been doing it on TV. Yeah, three years. 
he's got a real future. I got to say that, but he's not the only one, Kathy. Like there's, there's a lot of yeah, great no. people that have futures in this business. I, I, and, and one of them actually comes to mind right now. He is, uh, <laughs> he, he is one of the top great independent segue. talents today. Thank you. Thank you. One of the top independent <laughs> talents today. I, he first caught my eye on ring of honor, but since then he has been making such strides on the independent scene. Uh, Vinny Pacifico going to be part of the ECWA Super 8 coming up in September. Vinny, what's going on, my man? How you doing tonight? Uh, thank you very much for having me. I appreciate the kind words. It's very appreciated. <laughs> Beyond, We're very, very excited. I, your your name, I got to say, Vinny, uh, your name has had such a buzz about it, I, I feel like, these last couple months. Do, do you agree? Like, I feel like you're one of those stars that's on the rise for sure. That I really appreciate very much. Um, I can't see it from inside looking out because I'm living me I guess you could say that but um, yeah, yeah so I don't know how it looks outside looking in so if you're, if you're saying it I believe you and I appreciate that very much and that's <laughs> very good to hear <laughs> it, it, it's exciting it is exciting uh so you um you know you, you came up through the ring of honor school correct I mean uh, tell us about the experience uh kind of breaking into the business and how it's been for you so far these last uh okay, last so year or so Okay, so I started out at 16 in my first school at Warriors Wrestling in Staten Island, New York. Fast forward nice. uh, two okay. years later. What happened? No, no, go ahead. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So two years later, I went to train at Ring of Honor. Then eventually, this, this was in Bristol, Pennsylvania, the, the original school, under Delirious, Will Ferrara, and Cheeseburger. Yeah. Eventually. Right up the street from me. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Awesome, great, great yeah. place to be. Eventually, I, I moved, moved, unfortunately, but I loved it there. Yeah, I know, I know. They moved to Baltimore, and to get yeah. into that school, it was very, it was much more strict. It was you have to compete okay. in a try, not compete, you have to do a tryout to be a part of that dojo. Cause it's more, better, not better, same trainers, but they added more trainers there. They got Gresham, Joey Mercury, they had at the time, um, and they had guest trainers come in, so it was a lot more opportunity to be there and then get on shows. So I did the tryout. I, 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 it was my best foot forward I put down. I don't know how I did it, but it was like my best performance I've ever had in my life at the tryout. Okay. Both days. So then I, then I got picked in the tryout to be part of uh, the system and the dojo and everything. And then I would get booked for the shows. And it went, I was very happy to be able to be in that locker room. I'm sure you heard great things about the locker room of Ring of Honor. Everyone oh, said sure, yeah. the locker room is there. Um, I just I'm so grateful for my time there. I've learned more there than anywhere else because I've had people. I had the best mind all around me. You know, I had Joey Mercury, um, Will Ferrara is a genius, Cheeseburger, um, Gresham, who's a wrestling genius. So it was just so cool to be a part of those things. And a lot, I, took, I took a lot from all those people in, in terms of uh, knowledge, in terms of my wrestling ability. Do you ever, like, kind of look at the Ring of Honor brand and certainly all those names you just threw at us? I mean, huge, huge names in wrestling. Uh, do you ever just want to pinch yourself having gotten to do all the stuff that you've done still so young? Uh, sometimes, yeah. Yeah, I just, I, I, you, as obviously, you know what it's like. You want more. You always want more. You always want to see what, you, what more you could do. Um, but, yeah, every now and then I sit back and I'm like, damn, I got to work for Ring of Honor. And then a year later, I got to work for Evolve. So I was like, yeah. the places that I've always wanted to work, I was like, wow, you know, I got to do that at 20 years old. 
compare Ring of Honor and Evolve? Because I've heard a lot of different kind of uh, comparisons over the years. I'm just curious what you think. Both have wonderful lockers. Um, I love Gabe. Gabe, Gabe, Gabe always has uh, done right by me. He's always been great to me, so I, I, I nothing but great things about him. But uh, not, they're both very company, very professionally ran. When I was, I was just, I had the tryout there. The tryout, I learned more than anything. I learned so much that tryout. Um, and yeah, it was just another great experience. You know, I was actually this year it happened. I, I debuted for them, and then the virus yeah. happened. You know. Uh, yeah. Well, Vinny, I'm I'm looking at this uh, this tournament, ECWA uh, Super Eight, and that's at at the uh, Jersey Dugout in Morganville, New Jersey. Uh, tickets and information, ECWAProWrestling.com. Uh, by the way, if people uh, you know want to go ahead and get their tickets for that, but I'm looking at this field, Vinny, and uh, it, it's it's an eclectic mix. I gotta say, uh, you got Ricky Reyes, we got Eric Martin, uh, we got uh, KTB. Uh, Matt Tremont, Arcadia, Dasher, Hatfield, Chris Rockwell. Does any name jump out at you as somebody that you'd really like to lock horns with? Every single one of those names have something special to offer to, to wrestling. So I feel like anybody that I wrestle, any of those names, I would have a different match with. Um, I definitely would love to wrestle Kyle Dewey, But... Dexter Hatfield is a very, very good pro wrestler. I'm sorry, but he's what he is. Um, so he's somebody I would love to wrestle. I would love to wrestle anybody in that tournament, you know? Matt Tremont, yeah. Eric Martin, Ricky Reyes, you know? So Rick Chris Rockwell, like, everybody has different things to offer and different things about themselves that stand out. So I think that it would be wonderful to wrestle any of them, but I definitely do want to wrestle KTB that night. I, you know, I was kind of looking at it, and you mentioned how everybody has something different to offer it. I can't remember a tournament with such a variety. You know, you got powerhouses, you got hardcore guys, you got high flyers, you got just all around great technical wrestlers. Uh, it's got to keep you on your toes, right? Just, just the fact that you don't know how this thing's going to kind of shake down. Exactly. I have no idea what to expect. I could wrestle Matt Tremont the first round, and then I got to really get ready. You know what I mean? For that's a big challenge. So. Oh, I don't, I, I gotta, I, I'm preparing as much as I can for this. Now, um, kind of like I asked you with Ring of Honor, ECWA, uh, the Super 8 tournament over the years, has done a lot of things for the competitors that have been involved, uh, you know, involved in it. Uh, a lot of names have kind of gone on and, and made huge names for themselves in wrestling. Uh, have you ever thought about that from that perspective, uh, just being part of this yes. tournament? Uh, you're still young. I mean, it, it, it's got to be an exciting thing for you, right, to uh, to get to etch your name in that? Man, yeah, it, being, being in that tournament means the world to me, and I, it, this is, like, the most important night of my life. Like, I this, I want, I need to win the tournament. It's like, I see what it's done to people. I've seen who's won it. I've seen who's been in it, and it's just something that, it's a goal of mine that I really want to accomplish and that I've been really working hard the last four months for. You know, like, I mean, I, I, when, when, the, when the virus started, I kind of, you know, shifted my focus to, like, um, stretch, like, more stretching exercises, more or less, rather than cardio, I would stretch my body out, keep my body loose, and then eventually, once I realized the um, wrestling coming back, I got more into lifting again, cardio, wrestling training, you know what I mean? Like, my, 
training yeah. has changed to what I gotta prepare for. And yeah, I, and I've been really working my absolute hardest the last uh, few months for this. That's cool. Uh, now, to just kind of look at it, obviously, you're young, got a lot of goals ahead of you. What are some of the things that you'd like to accomplish in wrestling? Uh, I, definitely the ECW Super Bowl tournament, that's one, as you know. Um, I would love to uh, obviously have, have a job in wrestling. That's the most important thing. You want to have a contract, you know, yeah. that's something that most people would want. Um, be on TV, you know, wrestle, be, I want to be one of the best. I want to be able to wrestle anybody and have a good match any night. And uh, I want to change. I want to be able to make people believe in themselves because a lot of the time in my life I didn't believe in myself until until I actually I met Will Ferrara and Cheeseburger. I didn't really have a, the best self esteem. So I want to be able to have a good impact in people's lives. Like they had on. I was going to ask you. I, I was going to ask you about that because it almost sounds like you suffered from like some confidence issues there before the the Ring of Honor dojo. Is that safe to say? Yeah, I, I wasn't. Yeah. Yeah, like I, I didn't. I wasn't always confident in myself. I wasn't always, you know, I I always worked hard, but I I, I, I struggled with weight. I had a I had a knee injury, and then I got really chubby, and then like I was like all messed up. But then once I met them, they opened my eyes to like what I had, what kind of value I have, and what type of person I really am, and opened my eyes to you know seeing different parts of myself that you know that I loved about myself that I didn't know I had. So they they look. I, I want to be that type of person for others and make people realize the value they have in themselves and love themselves, you know? Oh, absolutely. Um, what's that, Kathy? What's that, Kathy? I'm sorry about that. Um, okay. Don't worry. So, if you could, and correct me if I'm wrong, I believe you were involved in uh, Ring of Honor's Young Lion Cup, were you not? I was not, no. Not Young Lion Cup, whatever it's called. Uh, you were not. I'm sorry. I apologize about that. I was, I was going to ask you about, uh, you know, that experience. Uh, well, how about the experience of actually being in a tournament, having to wrestle three times in one night? Is, is that something that uh, you've given thought to? I've done it before, uh, and it is tough. It's tough. Especially, this, one, this tournament is going to be way tougher than the last one I did. So, you know, I, I thought I, like I, the last tournament I did with three people in it, I got to the finals, and that was tough. But now I know that this Super A tournament has the best talent out there. So, it, it, I'm sure it'll be even more tougher. That's why I got to prepare even even more than ever in my life. Do you feel like, uh, just based on some of the names in there, are, are you a name that's being overlooked? And is that a good thing? Do I think I'm being overlooked? Uh, yeah, by the fans, I mean. Um, I I don't know. I I don't know, but I do know that after that night, they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna remember my name. I I know, and I know that. Um, I know what I bring to the table, and I know that they're gonna get my best that night, no matter what situation I'm in, no matter who I'm wrestling, no matter what time I'm wrestling, no matter what match it is, they're gonna get my best, no matter what that night. Okay, uh, very cool. Um, Vinny, if um, if people want to kind of keep tabs on you, everything you got going on, um, where can people follow Vinny Pacifico? 
Gotcha. So Instagram is Vinny Pacifico. My Facebook is Vinny Pacifico. And my Twitter is Vinny Pacifico 1. Okay. The one at the end. Nice and easy. Yes. Nice and easy. Actually, I've got... um. Kathy always kills me when I do this. I I got a fan that really wants to talk to you. Would it be all right if I put him on with you? He's probably, I think he's got a question sure. for you. Would that be sure. okay? Yeah. All right, John. Because, what's going on, man? Because Vinny is a video host, and it's what he loves the most when he talks to all the folks <laughs> because he knows how much he just loves eating French toast. There we go. That's up? that, John? The song, man. Yep, that is me. What is up, Vinny? You know it's been this a long weirdo? Time. I know, John. I know, John. How you doing, John? <laughs> All doing great. Great having you as a guest today. Hope everything's good in John. 2020 after missing careers and everything for the career to go on. Yeah. John, did, did you have a question for Vinny? Well. Oh, yeah, definitely. Like, what would... Before this all clears up with COVID-19 and everything, what do you think is going to be next before everything gets back to normal, like for the biggest goal, even though if it doesn't come to 20 or 21, you want to say, that you hope happens right away when things are back to normal? What do I think will be next for me or next for wrestling? Yeah. Which one? Yeah, that's what I Uh, uh, No, any promotion or anything for any kind of company or anything, what you hope happens when things get back to normal that you're hoping happens when you get back in the ring full time. I'm hoping to show the world that I could hang with anybody, and I'm looking. I'm, I'm hoping that I have the opportunity to do so, and I'm going to be busting my ass to do that. And December 19th, I think, is a big opportunity for me to show people what I could really do in the ring and what I uh, have yeah. to offer. So that is what I'm looking forward to very much. How how much has um, um, IW3 the coronavirus? How much has the coronavirus affected you and everything? I, I mean, you mentioned it a couple times now. I, I, I know it's absolutely derailed some people. Okay. So for me, um, for a little bit, I enjoyed the time off. Like, the, for the first two months, I kind of, I accepted it. I was upset, but I accepted it. I'm like, okay, I can't do anything about it. I can't do it. I can't sit here and be upset that I can't wrestle. I'm not going to be, I'm not going to sit here and be miserable. You know what I mean? I can't let it eat me yeah. alive. So I kind of just enjoyed, like, I kind of enjoyed myself, you know, watched a lot of movies that I wouldn't see. I don't really watch movies when I'm wrestling. I don't, I don't really watch TV at all. So I kind of caught up with Little some damn time. Read some. Yeah. Yeah, read some books. Um, I started working out again. Like, once I, after the two months, I was like, okay, I had the two months of fun to relax. Now I've got to get back in, back in shape and get back into be the, be the Vinny who I am. I, uh, I, I got my own place. It's, uh, so, yeah, so things have been pretty productive on my end where I've, this virus, I was like, you know what? Let me do things that I wouldn't do. You know, so I, I really think that I got better at stretching. I stretched a lot. I got my body very movable. So I worked on some things that I wouldn't have worked on or had the thought to work on if I was being busy wrestling. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Well, so you got the time to relax, if nothing else. Uh, what's on Vinny Pacifico's Netflix? Anything good? Oh, God. I got a lot of. I got, okay, so here's you ready? This is gonna be a good one. You might like this. I've been watching yeah. a lot of Hulu lately. Okay. Every single night before I go to bed, I've been watching Shark Tank. Not familiar with that one. Shark Tank? You ever watched Shark Tank with Mark Cuban? Oh, Shark Tank. I'm sorry. No, I thought you said. Uh, I thought you said Dunk Tank. 
No, Shark Tank. Shark Tank, yeah. I got you. Oh, man. Yeah. My favorite. Every night I watch it. (laughs) Every single night. The last three weeks. Get the ideas flowing. That's cool. Yeah, it does. And then... That, and then I had an idea. I was like, you know what? Let me. Th- I thought I thought of something, but it was really dumb. But so yeah, that's something that I uh, I always like. I thought about the invention. And I was like, oh, maybe I could get on the show. But then I was like, uh, I also watch um, a lot of horror. A lot of horror movies. That a lot watch. of horror. Okay. A lot. Yeah. Good on deal. Netflix, I mean, on, on Hulu, they have a lot of Hulu short films that are like yeah. five minute horror movies. That, that tell a whole okay. story, it's great. And if you're a wrestler, you know how important it is to tell a story in five minutes. Yeah. So, no, I love those cool. five minutes hard short films. That, that's, that's good yeah, stuff no. right there. You know, I, I had a million-dollar idea, Kathy, and uh, somebody stole it from me. And I never patented it or uh-huh. anything. I called them street feet. They were disposable. I had a million dollar idea, and and I never patented it. And the next thing I know, I'm watching late night television, Vinny, and they had a commercial for what I had invented. No way. What My name it? was better than. So I called them street feet. My name was way better than whatever they called it. But they're basically disposable rubber. You stick them on the bottom of your feet, and you can walk around yeah. barefoot, where like the pavement is hot or whatever. So they have these now. Yeah. Oh, that's amazing! That's an amazing idea. It was a great idea, yeah, because I'm a beach guy, you know? So, like, uh, you, you just stick them on the bottom of your feet. When you're done, you throw them in the trash. You get up. But, uh, yeah, no, somebody took it. Damn it. Someone took it. You really should have got that. Oh, man, you'd be. I should have. I should have. And now. my name was better, like I said, Street Feet. Uh, <laughs> what, was your, what, was your, what was your name for it, Street Feet? What's that? What was the name for it, Street Feet? Street Feet, yeah. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah, because then you that's walk amazing. around in the street and you don't need shoes. Oh, I would use them every yeah, day, probably. Right? I go outside, I go for my jobs, and sometimes I go, out, sometimes I go outside. My mom and my girlfriend get so mad at me because I go outside barefoot sometimes. Well, a lot of times. <laughs> yeah, like, if I go out throw the garbage out, or if I go outside to um, get, get, get the mail, I got to hear, oh, you might step on, uh, whatever, a rock or glass. It never happens, but I hear it all the time. A needle? You know I mean? Yeah. So, you never know. Yeah. Street Feet would have been great, though, for me. Yeah. But now that you don't want it, I'm not going to buy it. Well, maybe I'll just wait for the patent to expire and just try and... I don't know. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. Yes. Uh, <laughs> now, that's cool, Vinny. That's cool. So, uh, ECWA is rapidly approaching. The, uh, the Super 8 tournament is uh, September 19th. In Morganville, New Jersey, once again, is Vinny Pacifico, uh, Ricky Reyes, Eric Martin, KTB, Matt Tremont, Arcadia, Dasher Hatfield, and Chris Rockwell. That is the uh, tournament of eight. Again, it's a tournament, Vinny, where um, so many names have been made over the years, you know, and and people sometimes criticize Super 8, saying like, oh, well, you know, they don't have any stars today. Most of them weren't stars when they did it the first time. So that's what's really cool about it. Uh, I feel like this tournament, Vinny, has a bunch of guys that are right on the cusp, including you. Um, Mm -hmm. So I think it'll be good. I I think it'll be really, really good. So uh, so do I, man. I'm I'm more than excited and I'm, I'm more than ready. I'm, I'm, I'm more than ready for it. I've been, I've been going to the gym every single night from 8 p.m. to 11 p.m. Every single night. The last, like, Three weeks. About, I mean, I've been going like 
I, I would go the last few months, but now I have a new gym where I'd be going to. And yeah. they close it. Like so I go I actually got to train at my I when I went to physical therapy years ago, I asked them, Hey, can I uh-huh. use your gym facility? It's like a whole it's like, it's like a football field, it's like got weights, it's got everything. So I asked him if I could use it as a gym. He goes, Yeah. I paid him and when they close the physical therapy for the day, I get to yeah. go in. So I go in eight to eleven every night. There you go. Now, go. Run, that's I'll a cardio, great setup. Everything. Yeah, oh, and, and you're not I'm limited. Very... Oh, not at all. I can do whatever I want. I mean, I can't use like the cupping or the acupuncture. I can't do that. I don't know how to do it. But I could. Right. I could use the air runner, which is literally, if you if you if you're into cardio and you want to get better at cardio, it, I mean, find somewhere that has an air runner, or the, it's called the curve. It's literally. You know, have you heard of that? No. Okay, so what it is? No, is, I've never like heard of this thing. But not really. Okay. So. It's like a, okay, so picture a picture a uh, uh, picture a treadmill, but curved. Right? Okay. And you and and yeah. you control it, so you're powering the the uh, treadmill part to run because it's it's a curve. And you know what happens when you run on a curve? It goes faster and faster and faster, like a like a um a, a, like a uh, a rat thing. What do you call those things? Oh, like the wheel. That mouse running, that bike running. Yeah, 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 yeah. So basically, you have I all this momentum going and all this speed, and it sends okay. a signal from your brain to your heart. It sends signals from your brain to your heart to fight or flight because your heart realizes, or your brain realizes that you've got to go faster and faster and faster, and that makes your cardio get better faster. So I've been using that for my cardio. That sounds great because it sounds like it adjusts to you on the fly in a way. Like that's really cool. Uh, my yeah. girlfriend Kelly, ju- yeah, my girlfriend Kelly just got an elliptical for the house, and uh, Kathy, I, I, I told her I think it's going to be the world's most expensive coat rack. I can't imagine we're going to use this thing, uh, but uh, we'll see. <laughs> right? I'm going to try. Oh man! I'm going to try. The coat rack. Yeah. Oh man, that's hilarious. Place to keep your place to keep your shoes, you know. I'm, I'm kidding, of course, Kelly, if you're listening. Uh, <laughs> Vinny, um, thank you so much for the time tonight. Uh, before we let you go, i got a huge favor to ask you, and I'm hoping it's okay. Um, I'm hoping we can get you to record what we call a bumper to play on the beginning of the show. Would that be okay? What do you want me to say? Uh, so basically, uh, the name of the show is In the Room. If you could just tell people who you are and remind them that they're listening to In the Room, we can uh, we can have you on your way, man. Sounds good. Thank you very much. Are you ready? Yeah, we had a great time. Yeah, yeah. whenever you're ready. All right. How's it going, everybody? It's me, the kid, Vinny Pacifico here, and you're watching, listening to In the Room. Vinny Pacifico. You know what? Should I do that one more time? Oh, because you said watching. Yeah, do it again. Do it again. All right, you got it. Ready? Yeah. All right. Hold on. How's it going, everybody? It's me, the kid, Vinny Pacifico here, and you're listening to In the Room. Vinny Pacifico. You are the man, Vinny. I can't wait to uh, to, to catch up with you on September 19th. We're going to have a great time. Yes, we will. Awesome, Sounds good to me. Be safe, okay? Uh, absolutely. You too, my friend. Uh, ECWA, super. Thank you so much, Vinny. Take care. Thank you.
the one and only Vinny Pacifico. Be sure to check out his stuff. It's all over YouTube. Uh, Vinny Pacifico, formerly of Ring of Honor. And I think, Kathy, he's going to make a huge, huge name for himself. Uh, maybe starting with Super 8. But either way, I think he's going to be a name we're going to be hearing from for uh, quite a while as well. Uh, so what we're going to do right now, we're going to take a commercial break. I'm going to clear my nose of everything that's inside it, Kathy. And then uh, we'll take your call. Oh, God. 914-338-1885. In the room of the VOC Nation Radio Network. We'll be right back. This is Lance Storm, and if I can be serious for a minute, you're listening to VOC Nation Worldwide. VOC Nation is one of the longest-running wrestling podcast networks. Having started way back in 2010, VOC Nation provides daily streaming shows where fans have the ability to interact with their hosts and guests via phone calls, emails, and Twitter. VOC Nation hosts also include former backstage interviewer from both AWA and WWE, Ken Resnick, former WCW performer The Maestro, former Impact performer Wes Crisco, Pro Wrestling Illustrated contributor Brady Hicks, and former Philadelphia radio personality Bruce Works. VOC Nation's two most popular shows are Wrestling with History, featuring Ken Resnick and Bruce Works, streaming live on Wednesday nights at 9.30 p.m. Eastern, and In the Room, featuring Pro Wrestling Illustrated's Brady Hicks and WCW alum The Maestro. Both shows take callers live during the show, and recent guests have included... General Adnan, Tito Santana, Haku, Earl Hebner, Danger Sandy Davis, Jimmy Hart, Ricky Steamboat, Brodus Clay, and so many more. Archive-free content includes past interviews with huge names like Hulk Hogan, Jesse Ventura, Kurt Angle, Sting, Mick Foley, Joey Styles, Howard Finkel, and so many more. Listen live at VOCNation.com and subscribe to all the podcasts by searching VOC Nation Radio Network on your favorite podcast app. And be sure to follow these guys on Twitter, at VOC Nation. Rock and Roll Union for the past two years has been the place for rock and roll, new rock and roll, debuting rock and roll, and some of the old classics as well. We have welcomed guests from around the world, national artists and more. We've excited many people by our live events. We've welcomed everybody into the fold, and we continue to do so on a weekly basis. Guys, that is Rock and Roll Union, and that is what we do for you. Saturdays, 6 p.m. Eastern, VOCNation.com. Wakey, wakey, eggs and bakey. The morning after, right here on the VOC Nation Radio Network. Brady Hicks and... Homeboy Rap Boy here. I tell you what, we got a good show right here in the afternoon at 12 o'clock. Eastern Standard Time on the VOC Nation. Talking wrestling, football, news, whatever's going on in the world today. VOCNation.com. Each and every Thursday night, check it out. WCW star Stro Maestro takes you on a journey. It's WCW Retro. Talking old school match of the week. Talking dream matches. Taking your calls and looking back on an incredible career of acting, entertaining, and wrestling. Check it out. VOCNation.com. WCW Retro. Be sure to call in Thursday nights, 9 Eastern, on the VOC Nation Radio Network. The worldwide leader in entertainment. This is the VOC Nation Radio Network.
Hey, this is Total Package, Lex Luger. You're listening to the VOC Nation. Don't miss out. Check out In The Room every Tuesday night at 9. Listen in. Pro Wrestling Illustrated's Brady Hicks, former WCW star Stro Maestro, Kathy Fitz, Matt Grimm. And you and Ray are there too, right, Ray? We sure are, and we've got great guests like Lex Luger, AJ Styles, Kaku, and more. It's a heck of a party. Plus, I didn't get thrown off uh, buildings. And then uh, pregnant. I didn't get pregnant either. Sometimes I think it gets so ridiculous. We were getting into, like, snuff film territory there. In the room. 9 p.m. Eastern on VOC Nation. Wrestling with history, the voice of choice, and Killer Ken Resnick. When I die, they're going to open me up and find about 2,000 undigested Northwest Airline cheese omelets. Mr. Chris Cruz, what's going on? Jesus, how did I get roped into this? General Adnan went to school with Saddam Hussein. He cried, I cried, he cried, and who could have Adnan lost a lot of family in the Iraqi war. Everybody loves Granny. Wow. Yeah, see, a lot of people don't know that. Yes, Joe, you guys are busting me up. Catch Wrestling With History with Ken Resnick and I live on VOCNation.com Wednesday nights at 9.30 Eastern Time or listen to the podcast by searching VOC Nation Radio Network on your favorite podcast app. Stadium Journey, the worldwide leader in stadium reviews for the traveling sports fan, is proud to present the Stadium Journey podcast on VOC Nation. Join us as we talk with prominent figures from around the sports world to discuss issues pertaining to sports travel and stadiums around the globe. New episodes air on VOC Nation Wednesdays at 6 p.m. Join Paul Baker, Dave Cartney, Mark Viquez, Dan Calachico, and guests from throughout the sports world on the Stadium Journey podcast on VOC Nation. Each and every Thursday night, check it out. WCW star Stro Maestro takes you on a journey. It's WCW Retro. Talking old school match of the week. Talking dream matches. Taking your calls and looking back on an incredible career of acting, entertaining, and wrestling. Check it out. VOCNation.com. WCW Retro. Be sure to call in Thursday nights, 9 Eastern, on the VOC Nation Radio Network. Yo, this is Jerry Steins of the Nasty Boys. Yeah, Brian Knobs, here you get ready to get nasty. Well, listen to the VOC Nation, baby, because it's about to get nasty all around and up in this mother. Get ready. Nasty Sensation is coming at you. The worldwide leader in entertainment. This is the VOC Nation Radio Network. This is Lance Storm, and if I can be serious for a minute, you're listening to VOC Nation Worldwide. VOC Nation is one of the longest-running wrestling podcast networks. Having started way back in 2010, VOC Nation provides daily streaming shows where fans have the ability to interact with their hosts and guests via phone calls, emails, and Twitter. VOC Nation hosts also include former backstage interviewer from both AWA and WWE, Ken Resnick, former WCW performer The Maestro, former Impact performer Wes Frisco, Pro Wrestling Illustrated contributor Brady Hicks, and former Philadelphia radio personality Bruce Wirtz. VOC Nation's two most popular shows are Wrestling with History, featuring Ken Resnick and Bruce Wirtz, streaming live on Wednesday nights at 9.30 p.m. Eastern, and In the Room, featuring Pro Wrestling Illustrated Brady Hicks and WCW alum The Maestro. Both shows take callers live during the show, and recent guests have included... General Adnan, Tito Santana, Haku, 
Earl Hebner, Danger Sandy Davis, Jimmy Hart, Ricky Steamboat, Brodus Clay, and so many more. Archive-free content includes past interviews with huge names like Hulk Hogan, Jesse Ventura, Kurt Angle, Sting, Mick Foley, Joey Styles, Howard Finkel, and so many more. Listen live at VOCNation.com and subscribe to all the podcasts by searching VOC Nation Radio Network on your favorite podcast app. And be sure to follow these guys on Twitter at VOCNation. Rock and Roll Union for the past two years has been the place for rock and roll, new rock and roll, debuting rock and roll, and some of the old classics as well. We have welcomed guests from around the world, national artists and more. We have excited many people by our live events. We've welcomed everybody into the fold, and we continue to do so on a weekly basis. Guys, that is Rock and Roll Union, and that is what we do for you. Saturdays, 6 p.m. Eastern, VOCNation.com. Wakey, wakey, eggs and bakey. The morning after, right here on the VOC Nation Radio Network. Brady Hicks and... Homeboy Rap Boy here. I tell you what, we got a good show right here in the afternoon at 12 o'clock. Eastern Standard Time on the VOC Nation. Talking wrestling, football, news, whatever's going on in the world today. VOCNation.com. Each and every Thursday night, check it out. WCW star Stro Maestro takes you on a journey. It's WCW Retro. Talking old school match of the week. Talking dream matches. Taking your calls and looking back on an incredible career of acting, entertaining, and wrestling. Check it out. VOCNation.com. WCW Retro. Be sure to call in Thursday nights, 9 Eastern, on the VOC Nation Radio Network. The worldwide leader in entertainment. This is the VOC Nation Radio Network. Sometimes the world looks perfect. Nothing can rearrange. Sometimes you just. All right, uh, we're back. Ladies and gentlemen, we are live, we're on the air, it is in the room on the VOC Nation radio network at VOCNation.com. Uh, so happy to be with all of you. Uh, thank you to Vinny Pacifico for a great time. I apologize if that interview came off as a little disjointed, I just had a bunch of stuff I was kind of juggling at once there, but I thought it was really good. And uh, Kathy, he makes me want to watch Shark Tank now. Maybe I can come up with some more million dollar ideas, so we'll, we'll see. Uh, <laughs> Uh, 914-338-1885 uh, So thank you to Vinny Pacifico uh, Great time and be sure to check him out The ECWA Super 8 Tournament uh, Morganville, New Jersey Tickets and information ECWAProWrestling.com uh, Now before we get to the callers Before we get to Ray Before we get to anybody else uh, Stro Fill us in man What do you got going on? Well, this Thursday night, WCW well, returns on VNation.com. Yeah, well, uh, well, <laughs> at uh, sorry, 9 p.m. Eastern. Sorry, going on. Bless you, Gesundheit. Yeah, and uh, we, <laughs> looks looks like we're going to have another open forum night. Being the last two weeks have been really successful. I mean, one week we had yes, David Arquette, David Arquette, and um, Tim Horner call in, and then last week we had L.A. Tank. <laughs> Uh, independent wrestling Wild star coming in, so uh, yeah. And so who knows who's going to call in? It could be half the fun. So open form night you know, this Thursday night once again. Yes, sir. 
You know, I, I knew an L.A. Vin. I, I don't think there's any relation there, but I, I actually didn't know if he was La Vin when I met him or if it was L.A. Vin, like, you know, like La Tank. <laughs> you never know. La Tank. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> kind of like the first couple times I met I met Matt Tremont. Everybody thinks he's French. He's like Matt, Matt Tremont. But it's not. He's Matt Tremont. <laughs> Tremont. <laughs> Matt Tremont. <laughs> Oh, Whoever said that. Nine one four three three. Yeah, and, and, and <laughs> Friday night is another edition of the Zone. Oh yeah, sorry. Yes. Um, What's Stroh the film? On my Facebook page. Face it's on Facebook dot com slash Joe the Maestro. It'll be at midnight Eastern Standard Time, and okay, uh, this Friday night's feature will be another than the original Godzilla King of the Monsters, starring Raven Burr. So please, uh, wow, oh, that's a good one. That's baby. a good one. Yes. Yeah. Ray Bogus, everybody. How you doing, Ray? Self-lophagus, did you give me second billing to the callers when you did this before before we get oh, to am, everyone? I heard I that. I am all over the place tonight. You know, I asked Vinny for uh, his plugs halfway through the interview. I, I'm a mess tonight. I I, I heard, I heard. Now, I'm going to scold you. Because I don't normally can't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 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 Sorry. Oh, that was pretty good. That was pretty good Thank timing. You. You got a that, new was, sound that, effect. Was, that was excellent timing. Yeah, oh, God. Please. Excuse me. So, I know you said normally Kathy would scold you for this, but I think you're forgetting that I would scold you for this, too. Don't, don't, put, the call, don't put the callers on with the guests. Please don't do that. They I can't know. even talk. They can't even Thank talk you, to us. You're welcome, Thank Kathy. You, I know. You're welcome. You know, I, <laughs> I was panicking because I was out of question. Thank you, Ray. <laughs> you know, Kathy, it's just that I feel like you already probably have to get mad at Brady a lot. And, you know, this show should be fun for you. This shouldn't be a thing where you come in and have to get all riled up. Let me let me worry about that. I have lots of anger and frustration to take out on people. And you... And you can <laughs> take it out on Dustin or Justin yeah. or Granny or, or whoever Justin, calls in. Yeah. Justin. Yeah. Justin, yes. It, it is usually Justin. I'm not gonna lie. He really hates me for some reason, doesn't he? I don't know why. <laughs> you're always so nice and agreeable to him. Yeah, at least you're right. Yeah. <laughs> I love I gotta, we gotta, we, You know, we got to <laughs> unleash the love, Stro. Yeah, right? <laughs> you know, there's, you know, Stro, there's Man. nothing, there's nothing that you and I and Derek and Matt Grimm as co-hosts do on this show better than release love all over the callers. Yeah. Does that mean, <laughs> Does that mean I'm I tried releasing love in college. It didn't work. <laughs> what was that, Kathy? I didn't, I didn't hear you. Good, Kathy. Does that mean I'm the mean one? No, 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 no. Yes. Damn, I was really trying, boy. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> oh, boy. Well, <laughs> and with that with that said, John hung up, so. <laughs> hey, Kat, well, I mean, it's true. It's, you know, I mean, we were joking about it last week, but it's true. Yeah. You, know, you know, you called us. Guys, so like you, you wow. must have some thought. Just, just when we say your name, don't say hello. None of us care. Just immediately begin your thought. I like to say hi to them. 
No, you don't. Just immediately begin your thought. I, uh... And, <laughs> and end your call. I cannot stress this enough. End your call, end your call. by saying... Before Brady ends. Yes, just, just, just end your call. Just end your call. Like, give, your, give your thought, and then say, I'll hang up and listen for an answer, and then no, hang that, up. Yeah, you're listening to too much sports talk, man. These guys hang exactly. on until the end of time. One more thing. It's like the gong show. They're throwing new things at me to try and stay on the air. You know, I don't think I don't think I've listened to sports radio in years. I don't think I've I don't think I've regularly listened to a show since uh Well I'm not a Philly guy, so this wouldn't be familiar to you, but like um I, I don't think I've regularly listened to a sports show since Terry Boers left WSCR in Chicago, and that was years ago. Oh, wow. That was a long time ago. So, But, no, I did used to listen to a lot of sports talk, which is almost assuredly where I got that. I'll hang up and listen for <laughs> I I think mm-hmm. we should try that tonight, guys. I think that we as callers well, – not, not we, I'm not one of you. I think that you guys as callers – should um, you should practice that tonight? Now, Brady, I think we need a topic for them. Yeah, um, yeah, that's that's not gonna. You know, in the spirit of WCW retro <laughs> I, I having gone so that you're well, trying. yeah. Uh, in the spirit of WCW retro having gone so well, what was your favorite WCW moment? That's a great one. That's a oh, great boy. one. Great topic. It's nice and broad. Mm-hmm. Surely they can. Mm-hmm. Surely these remedial Randys can handle that one. I don't know that they've all seen WCW. Yeah. That is well. Certainly Steve has. Is Steve <laughs> on the line? Let's go to him first. No, he's not. Oh, I appreciate man. your enthusiasm, some... though. <laughs> yeah, I try. I am nothing if not enthusiastic. And positive. <laughs> hey, Kathy, a guy walks into a bar yes. and he orders two hurricanes and a Corona. Guess how much he pays? Twenty twenty. Twenty twenty. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> What's left to happen in twenty twenty? <laughs> the golf. Uh, I don't know. Are we really doing What's that this Halloween year? Night? There's going wow. to be a full moon on Halloween night. Oh, oh please, God, all please the weird are going to be out. Please tell me it's a no. Tuesday night. <laughs> That's sorry. Oh. There's going to be a Michael Jackson thriller dance. <laughs> I yeah, got a feeling really? there's going to be a whole lot of... I got a feeling the way things are going, there's going to be a whole lot of sexy surgeons for Halloween. Because what else can you do with these stupid masks? I want to be a um I want to be a sexy virus. I'm not so yeah, that's my costume. Sexy virus. Sexy virus. How are you gonna make that one right? Well, I think I'll get um you could get like a like a um like a cut off tube top that says like <clears throat> herpes simplex one and then you could kinda you can wear that. Yeah. With, oh my god. With like some with like some cute shorts 
and maybe some cowboy boots mm-hmm. and a uh, big white dunce cap. Oh, big oh. white dunce cap. Okay, okay. Oh. Wait, that reminds me one time years ago, I went to pick up a student and the mother opened do the door in a bikini Too and heavy. cowboy boots. Okay. And the kid didn't apologize. He goes, he goes, and no he goes, no, no, mm-hmm. cool. And the kid got out in the car and he goes, I'm really sorry. My mom likes to uh, lay out by the pool. I'm like, okay, no problem. <laughs> Are you guys hiring Kathy? Yes. Okay. I'll be sending my resume. Uh, let's go to Granny Hulkster. Hey. Hi, Granny. How are you? Hi, Granny. <laughs> well, since, Hi, Granny. since Ray doesn't want us to say hello, that's why I said hey. hey. You, have to say, you have to just start right in with the meat of it. <laughs> well, he didn't want us to say here? hello, so that's why I said hey. I'm, I'm yeah. good. I'm, I'm recuperating from my convention weekend. I mean, it went pretty well, <laughs> you know. Sorry. From your, so, from that's your convention okay. weekend? Convention. convention. No, convention. Oh. I had a state conference in convention. Little Rock this past weekend for the Arkansas Moose Association. Oh, see, I thought I thought you said the conve- I thought you said the convection weekend. I thought you spent no. two days getting toasted. Convention. Convention meetings. Oh. I thought you said confection, oh. like they were baking something. No. No. Okay. Well, see, that could also go you. back to the idea that she's. She, I think Granny just spent two days getting toasted. <laughs> it could be. No. I'm just playing no. Granny. I know. You sound a little What's stuffed up tonight, street? Brady. Oh, I'm very stuffed up. I'm very stuffed up. I'm giving everybody the rush job tonight. Well. <laughs> I'm glad to be I'm back home, and I'm glad to be able to help you back on the morning after again. So We're, we're glad to have Welcome you back, back Granny. I really missed you. Yeah, there were many Granny. mornings well, when I wanted to kill Rat Boy. I'm sure, there, I'm sure you did. So. <laughs> <laughs> Rat Boy's and Stro <clears throat> has really That's helped funny. us out the last couple of days, so we appreciate, We always appreciate Stro coming on and helping Huge us help. out. So. Huge. Thank, thank you, Stro. Thank you so much for having me. It's always a blast. Grant, I actually you called in WCW last moment. Okay, go ahead. Well, I have a lot of fa- I have a lot of favorite WCW moments. I got too many favorites to mention. So, I mean, I liked WCW I have a back in the day. So, I have a good one. It was um, when it was when Mick Foley pretended to be a homeless because he he lost his memory. And he was sitting around with the homeless yes. guys, and they were burning the, in the trash and the. It was amazing. Um, yeah. You remember that time Sting went up to uh, the mountain to meet Vader, confront Vader for their upcoming title match? Yeah. Yeah. That was really cool. They made a vignette out of it. Remember that time the Vichyo drove a truck off a building? <laughs> Yes. Remember when they remember when they tried to electrocute Abdullah the Butcher? Yes, yes. Halloween Havoc. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> Great stuff. Remember when Robocop came to the aid of Sting? Mm-hmm. Yes. 
I like how only Shiro got excited for that. Yeah, remember that? It was hilarious. Remember that time Barry Windham impersonated Sting in the title match with Sid Vicious yes. and Halloween Havoc? Yes. <laughs> I'll never forget that. Speaking of Barry Windham, uh, Granny, who was more over, the uh, yellow dog or the black scorpion? Mm. Mm, I don't know. I was a huge yellow dog fan. I used to love when Gordon Soley would say yellow dog. He got the yellow dog. Yellow dog. <laughs> yellow I dog. would probably listen. Well, I'm... I'm proud to say, everybody, that I am going to be 58 years old on Saturday. Oh, well, happy right. birthday. Oh, happy birthday. Yeah. Happy birthday. So you're not and 85 I'm, like Ray said. No, I'm not 85. I'll be 58. Thank you very much. So and the reason why... Yeah, I knew you were. Yeah. No, the reason why I appreciate my age so much... It's because people don't understand that um, back in 2004, about a month after I lost my daddy, I ended up in the hosp- I was in the hospital and I ended up having two blood clots in my right leg and one of the oh, clots boy. broke loose and went to my lung and the doctor told me if I hadn't come to the emergency room the night that I did, I wouldn't have made it. So that's why wow, that's I don't scary. take life for I, I don't take life for granted. I've had yeah. numerous blood clots for the last um, six, well, let's see, the last, I think the last blood clot I had was in 2014, and so um, I, I have one of those little IVC filters that catches the clots. If you get a clot and it breaks loose, it okay gets, you know, sucked up into that filter, you know, and so... Yeah. Uh, but I, that's, that's a, why that's I don't cool. take life for granted anymore because I, ne- well, I never really did, but that's why I especially don't take life for granted because, you know, I had a second chance at life and I appreciate each yeah. and every day that I'm here. So I, I, I was similar. I, I had a emergency surgery last year. I would have died if I didn't do it. So thank God I went to the hospital. But I know you probably got other callers. <laughs> I know you probably got other callers, Brady, that you want to get on. So that's okay, you, Brady. You'd what be is... surprised? You'd be surprised about that <laughs> sentiment, actually, Granny. You, you, you know, we, uh, you, you'd be surprised how reluctant we would be to move on from you to some other caller. Yeah, I, I'm excited. <laughs> well, not, not that I want to move on from you, Granny, but what did you think about? <laughs> Uh, they obviously at SummerSlam and like Raw and stuff, they had all these monitors everywhere. I don't know if you got a chance to watch this. Um, well, I, putting... I didn't get to watch SummerSlam, but I saw you... Raw last night and I saw all the different little screens and everything. And you see Pokemon, monitors you see and... Chris Benoit, you, you see a clan rally. It was uh, insane. These fans were out of control. They need to be more heavily produced. And like Stroh said, somebody was sleeping. Somebody was in their bed <laughs> sleeping. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's funny. I really am surprised that Cody Rhodes didn't have a, a, a seat right in the front. I really thought that was going to happen. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> oh, Granny. 
Well, you all have a great well, night. You too. Uh, you too. You too. I'll try and call in tomorrow. Okay. All right. Take care. Uh huh. Oh boy. She's only Everybody is jazzed tonight, man. <laughs> well, I mean that sounds about right. Okay. Wow. I mean, I'm 42, so she's only 16 years older than me. <laughs> Look, guys, I'm older than her. I'm 61. Can we? Wow. Oh, no, you're, no, you're, you can't. You don't act like a 61-year-old. Yeah, Kathy, uh, he's timeless. <laughs> Kathy Clancy. Oh, yeah. Kathy Clancy. Like, like, Kathy, if I had never seen you and or, like, heard anything about you, like, I just... If the only thing I knew about you was the interaction of listening to you on this show, I would I would peg you in like your forties. <laughs> Younger than me, you would think. <laughs> no, I would I would also peg you in your forties, Brady. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Fair enough. Then again I've Fair always enough. liked you. Maybe I I might have pegged you in your thirties. Let's not peg me at all. How's that? (laughs) I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. You can peg me. Speaking of pegging, speaking of pegging, who's the next caller? I want to say firsthand, I I, I have a list of uh, proposed names for Dominic Mysterio. Um, I'm hoping that maybe we can uh, forward one of these to the office. Uh, One idea I had was, uh, was actually Trey Mysterio. How's that sound? What if we just call him? What if we just call him New Mysterio? You could do that. You could do that. What about here's one that I really liked? liked. Go ahead. I was say if you want to put the ethnic flair on it, Nuevo. (laughs) Nuevo. What about since since WWE dropped the Junior for Rey Mysterio? What if we call him Rey Mysterio Junior? Junior. Junior, Junior. <laughs> Rey Mysterio the Third. <laughs> oh, like the like a king. Rey Mysterio. The yes. Third. Hey, hey, you uh, like come out with like the Malcolm? Burger King chrome? <laughs> How you doing, Malcolm? <laughs> Speaking of the king, you there, brother? Is this me? You got it, brother. I don't How know. Malcolm, superstar. Uh, I went to your. I met a new friend. Her name is uh, B. Say hello, Pete. She's, hi. She says hi. Hi. Hey. Hey, how are I'm you? Enjoying listening to you guys. I'm enjoying listening to you guys. My Thank you. By, yeah, my brother got uh, hit by a car and killed instantly because the idiot took the red light while my brother was crossing the green light and he was 56. And I got oh, my goodness. Here. Yeah, how did you meet that maniac? Uh... She, I can only assume he was walking around naked or something. That's like no maniac. I'm a uh, I know, you're not a maniac. <laughs> hey, remember, hey, remember when Vince yeah. McMahon got blown up in his car? Yeah, that was intense. That was. We need some energy. His favorite wrestler was the Macho Man. He, he got an infatuation with Elizabeth. And I got hugged by Elizabeth at Nitro, you know, and he's living with his wife, and he, and he took on Mr. Anderson in the movie at the end, 
and he had her dressed up like Elizabeth. And the day was fascinated to tell me about Elizabeth. You know, and I got a hug from, from Elizabeth, and then the macho man comes up to me, and I thought he was going to get me. You know, I mean, yeah. you know, I I was at the premiere party and it was a, it was a drive in. It was at a drive in. Remember a drive in? And there were no speakers. We had to turn our radios, and I could keep turning now, on. Those were the days. You know, my business, We had to tune to ninety ninety point five to listen to the damn movie. That was the damnedest thing I ever. Did. And before the movie started, I was out there taking pictures. With David dressed up like Randy Savage when he's like the macho, you know, the macho thing, and he's kind of like that outfit back in the you know. And um, yeah, Dave was busy with the premiere. And Wednesday mm-hmm. night, you know, I um, Wednesday mm-hmm. night I met this lady I stayed in a Ford and Terre home with. Her name is mm-hmm. um, Marilee Dodd. And she lives in Africa mm-hmm. Valley. And, uh, we sat in her and it was yellow dog. Yellow dog. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And, Did you uh, was you know, yellow dog? I was I was embarrassed. Uh, you know, I was embarrassed, Brady, because I had one line in the movie and, and there was this band next to me and I got out I said I said, you know, I two words for you. God did it You know? I was like nobody <laughs> did <laughs> you know, I told I told called me Saturday morning. He said, How you doing? And I said, you know, Dave, I'm really, you know, I, I, I was, you know, I was kind of disappointed that Dave let four wrestling fans say that Rick Flair won the title, Harley Race won the title, and then somebody like you was it. It's damn embarrassment. And he let it get to him, and he almost destroyed his life. He almost got killed. He went to this wrestling camp, and this maniac, like, hey, Hollywood, come on, Hollywood, and beat the hell out of him, you know? And, and Dave, Dave was lucky he was alive, you know? This lunatic. And I said, Dave, why don't you go to wrestling school, man, to the wrestling camps? All all these guys, Brady, they just want fame and fortune, man. You know, and I had one line in the movie. And you know what the line was? That was the song in Rudolph, wasn't it? Fame and fortune? Yeah. Fame and fortune. Fame and fortune. We are someday. I moved to Idaho. I'm going to draw a three-bucket I'm going the best actor mm-hmm. I could be, and then me and well, <laughs> but you know, Brady, Ray, what's your favorite WCW moment? I'm going to tell you, Ray. 
University of Idaho Vandals. No. This is about me. This is about I want to Idaho State. I don't remember. One of them is the Vandals, the other is the Bengals. Neither makes any sense. Bengals, yeah. You're the man, Malcolm. Bengals. Thank you, boss. <laughs> Looking forward to Thursday night. Let's rock the house, baby. Oh, I can't wait, Rhett. I can't wait. Dr. John, Mr. Hollywood, Mr. Hollywood, Steve, Chaz Moretti, Chazamania. You know, I, I just would take over Thursday night, man. If you had to vote one person off his show, who would you vote off? Rat Boy. Is Rat Boy in a car show? Uh, I love it, brother. Oh, I love it, brother. Well, actually, I love it. To be continued next week, same bat time, same bat time. You're the man, Malcolm. How about a Shane Douglas on the way up? Okay. Me too. I'm what would it be said? Love you, brother. <laughs> this is way too long. I thought it was going to be a song. There's a song. I'm going to have to trim that. What's, what's the going best on, Justin? part of that special? Oh, what's up? I thought the best part was the bumble. Okay. Justin didn't, they, Justin, didn't they model the bumble after you? No, they no they mo- no they actually modeled after your moron co-host uh, Ray. <laughs> I have often been described as bouncy. Wonderful caller, you. I wasn't even talking to you, so shut the fuck up. Oh, hey, come on! That. Wow! Come on! Oh my! <laughs> Uh, bless you. You're, 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 you're wasting my time. <laughs> 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 uh, sing with you, Stro. You guys What's are wasting my time. What's going on, Justin? <laughs> uh, just like I, just like I said, you, Stro and Ray, you guys are wasting my time. I want to go to your next caller and just and uh, enjoy the rest of your night. So go fuck yourself. And then you That's what I think. Well, Ray, that was kind of like saying I'm going to ask a question and then get off the line and listen to your answer. I got to tell you. Uh, I got to tell you. I mean, there I, you go, my answer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> my answer, Brady. You already got my answer, Brady. Yeah, you got it. Love you, brother. I love you, brother. Well, tonight is just going swimmingly. <laughs> yeah, I actually, I'd say it is. I mean, we got we got Granny some time, and you know that that was good. And and Malcolm was on for like just the right amount of Malcolm time. Yeah. And 
you know, and then we and then we took a commercial break, so that was nice. And you know, and now we can go we can go to some other call or we can talk about Rudolph the Red Nose Reindeer. Yeah, I, I see uh <laughs> I see no reason how this can go downhill from here. I need to got it. that definitely makes four of us. So um what I never got about that show, about that special, like the more, the older I get, the more I'm able to think about it. Yeah. Is no one concerned that Yukon Cornelius is just like running around mining for gold at the North Pole without any kind of mining permit? Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, the we have law and order in this really country, care. sir. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, the libertarian in me says that mining permits are stupid, but, like, it seems, particularly in the 1960s when we all loved the government, like, that seems like something they would have... Personally, I don't think there should be any government at all. We should just get rid of it. Government is, like, inviting someone to come over to your house and sodomize you. Is sort of what having government is like. Let's do it. How about this one? How about this one? <laughs> I usually do this at Christmas. That's a good one. Now, I believe... Yeah, this is the Island of Misfit Toys. Yeah, this is what I... Where they had... Oh, said the show where they had... Right, where they, well, where they had the, the, uh, the elephant with the polka dots, which I right. always wanted. And the every year I would watch to stay afloat. Every year I would watch that, <laughs> and I wanted the I wanted the polka dotted elephant. Uh, yeah. And I wanted the cowboy riding the ostrich. Yeah. I mean, who would want this? The... Misfits. <laughs> Misfits. What's going on, Red Boy? <laughs> I'm dreaming of a coronavirus Christmas. Wow. Oh, boy. They're gonna oh, boy, that's show, right. And it's going to be your fault, Red Boy. No, no, no. <coughs> what is the uh, the main topic of the night? Uh, about Dominic's uh, famous name going to be? It's going to be the Unmasked Mysterio. All right, that's a good, that's a good suggestion. I am very yeah, glad good, that we have been taking Thank you. comments from the general public on this issue. The peanut gallery. Yeah, I'm, I'm from <laughs> peanut the peanut gallery. Didn't you see? Didn't you see my picture on the screen last night? No, I don't. On TV. I don't watch television. Was that you, the Pikachu one? Yeah. It hurts no. me. No. No, but I tell you what, WWE really put their game on this 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 week, this weekend, everything. Uh-huh. Uh, I, I love every bit of it. Season, I don't believe it. You know, uh, that's why I don't watch NXT no more because it keeps this. Why? I heard that he's got, huh? Why? Uh, I I I love Keith Lee. That's why that's why I stopped watching NXT. 
Now, 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 now he's on me? the main roster now. Now he's fighting the legend killer. And I'm thinking that Keith Lee might be uh, the new champion pretty soon. Am I the only one that no. didn't follow that? You said you stopped watching NXT because you like Keith Lee? Yes. I like Wow. Okay. Okay, and and I can see... I can see before... I think they might switch the uh, WrestleMania card around. About the Rock. The Rock. What month are we in? Yeah, it's going to be a WrestleMania yeah. card. Yeah, it's August. August. It's going to September. Just about. Yeah, August. Just make, <laughs> I'm just making sure. Yeah, but, but I, think, sure, I yeah. think WrestleMania is going to be coming against Roman Reigns versus Keith Lee. Yeah. Roman Reigns versus Keith Richards. Keith Richards. Keith Richards <laughs> versus Stevie Richards. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, but... But the biggest thing is that Stop um, me up. <laughs> never stop. <laughs> uh, I, I don't know if you guys like it or not about Apollo Cruz last night. I love the move that he's done on Bobby Lashley. Cause I could do the same, that was so same thing to Bobby oh Lashley. That was so lame. That was so Jesus. lame. Rap boy, you're like the size of one of Bobby Lashley's pectoral muscles. Please. <laughs> I mean, like, physics says you couldn't do that to Bobby um. Lashley. <laughs> you're, you're my guy, guy I can do anything, man. I can do anything. You're my, I mean, you're my guy, Rap Boy, but, like, I feel like the laws of the laws he of physics... He is, like, your pet. He, he, okay. I would, right. I, I would, Let me take I you back to history. Right. Let you me take you back to history. <laughs> All right, take me back oh, to history. Go. Please, please. Right. History, I buddy. want to take you back in history. All right. Back in, 80, back in 89, you can even look it up, okay? PWI Insider, I made the top 500. My name is there. <laughs> Rap Boy. So that makes them qualifying for beating up Bobby Lashley, okay. <laughs> you know, I Sorry, actually... Pardon, I, I, I got this. And back in two thousand eleven, I got slammed by a big giant. Okay, I don't like giants. Okay, because you shattered my collarbone. And I tell you what, wow. I'm out. I'm out for revenge on all the giants. So the is giant. Boy like the, giant. Okay, hold on. So is Ratboy like the white Haitian kid or something? <laughs> Yeah, this little white kid got a big kicking bomb in my head, ready to go off anytime, any day, and anywhere. I have no You're doubt. You're a strange that. dude. <laughs> Derek McDonald, what's what's going on, Derek? You just breathing just some life into in. something. What? Well, welcome to the hospice care. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh man. Rap boy said he wants to fight Bobby Lashley. Is that what he's saying? Yeah, I'm with Bobby Lashley. Why not? Why do you? Why not? Yeah. Because he'll kick your ass. <laughs> <laughs> That's the start. Oh, 
Did you did you see what he did to Chris Rockwell from the ECWA man? He 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 destroyed him in like less than a minute. This guy's gonna be the great. Yeah, but when Bobby Lizzie sees me, he says, yeah. "Oh, I can't hurt a fly." Yeah, I can't hurt a Chris fly. I never. Did Rapley just compare himself to a fly? I can't hurt a little fly like this because he, he's so no. cute, he's so funny. You know, he, he's just like yes, a, yes, another art troop. God, yeah, a fly is such a, 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 fly is such a good point. comparison for him. He's going to laugh, point at you and go, silly white boy, tricks with the kids, and he's going to beat your ass. He's going to go on the bottom of the day. No, I don't eat tricks. I don't eat tricks. I eat fruit and fruit. Why not? Tricks are a great cereal. I love Tricks. I eat Fruity Pebbles. Oh. That's ridiculous. Tricks are amazing. Tricks are one of the... Tricks are one of the... Tricks are a god-tier cereal, sir. I eat Fruity Pebbles, man. What are you, six? God. Don't At least I'm not eating that, uh, that sugary uh, Lucky Charms because that's too sugary for me now. Oh, you think you think Fruity Pebbles is the standard for healthy eating for breakfast? You think that's the gold standard, Fruity Pebbles? <laughs> well, each Derek, you got to remember, each different color is a different fruit, so he's getting like that's a true. lot of different fruits in his Fruity Pebbles. <laughs> he's getting what a he's getting grapes. What a scam. Like, like Eddie Murphy to say sisters were like breakfast cereals, like Lucky Charms, Quispy Quake, and <laughs> Tricks. <laughs> but, but, when you, but, but there's one thing, though. When you, have your, when you have your bowl of cereal with the milk, you got to add bananas to it. And that's tasty, tasty good with bananas in it. You made Fruity Pebbles with bananas? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Rampoli, what... What century did you come to us from? Jesus Christ. <laughs> Let me see. Let me see. I was born in 1964. No, I think really? that was the, the 19th century. Really? <laughs> really? Did he just say he came to us from the 19th century? The 19th century. <laughs> <laughs> wow. 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 No, Rat Boy. My grandpa had a saying for people like you. Know, he used to go, "Who raised you? Like, where did you come from?" I was raised with an all-white family, folks. Italian people. No, you were. I was raised by what? Rat boy, I was raised by 100% white people, and they would not have let me eat fruity pebbles past like age six. <laughs> exactly. They just say you're gonna mm. you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna do better than you're gonna do better than that, son. And so you know, I I, I would have. <laughs> now you gotta get away. Don't, don't you feel weird going hey, to the hey, uh, with a box of fruity pebbles? That doesn't make you feel weird. Mm. No. Okay. Well, okay. The, ca- the cashier would say, uh, "Say who the fruity pebbles for?" I said, "For me." I still love them. Like, oh, sir, right. driving that white, that white van with the tinted windows outside. Does that happen to be your van also, <laughs> sir? Is that what they asked you? Wait a minute. I, I ain't the, I ain't the, what well, is that? I know I eat the uh, kitty cereal, but I'm not a kid going to Toys R Us like you, like if you're an adult. Or he's playing in the aisle with the toys. Nobody's going to Toys R Us. It's out of business, right, boy? I know. That's why they went out of business, because their adults were playing with the toys. So the kids. Really? Okay. Yes. Do you what? 
All right, right. You, you, you told right. me. You know, I, uh, I, I eat uh, Fruity Pebbles because I'm still a kid. Oh, I'm a 56 okay. year old kid, and, and, I, and I do whatever I want, anytime what I want. There you go. Yeah. Anything else, Rapley? Yeah, it's a, you. You show the man, Rapley. <laughs> and and yeah, there is one more thing. When you when you say there you do what you want, does that include? When you say always. you do what you want, does that include? When you say you do what you want, does that include putting KKK video on like Raw? Jesus, that been Oh my God! No, 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 no! no. I won't go that far. Why would somebody do that? I won't go that far. I just mean, what's wrong with people? What's wrong with people? It's wrestling. Yeah. You can't just. I don't know, but there's one thing though. There is one uh, thing, but I'll, I know. Derek is on. All right, now I got everybody here in the room. Wait a minute. Why'd you say what do you think yet? about what do you think about the Shaq coming to TNT? Let me tell you something. Go like a Cody Rose. Let me tell you something. Shaquille O'Neal is 49 years old and over 300 pounds. Nobody wants to see him in the wrestling ring at all. Well, he, he just got signed. Hold on, Derek. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna stop you right there. Can he come out? In, uh, what was the name of that movie he did? Kazam? Shazam? Uh, Kazam, yeah, Kazam. Okay, if, Kazam, he comes yeah. Out like, if he comes out in a Kazam costume, I'm I'm willing to see where this goes. <laughs> I am the great Kazam. He, he was supposed to play Big Show, wasn't he? Like a year or two ago? Yeah, and, and he, he, yeah, like he backed out at like the last minute. You know why? Because he's 49 years old. He's really fat and out of shape. Yeah, exactly. He's not in shape anymore, rap boy. Because he's, he's an really, old really man. Busy. He's like, an old, beat-up basketball player. Got to him. Hey, like, I'm, I'm 56, and, I, and I, want, I, I know I got one more match I, I could do. One more. Yeah, one more match for You just told us you, you got you and you broke your collarbone. <laughs> Imagine yeah, the deal promo. I'm going to get you going. Hey, hey I, I, I've been out of the wrestling world for about... Can you do For about it. nine years? Yeah. For about nine years now? I'm ready to come back. For one more match. Uh, Anything dude. else, Rapley? That's it. And make sure everybody tune in the morning after at 12 o'clock Eastern Standard Time right here on the VOC Nation. I'm out of here. Thanks. I'll see you, homie. <laughs> so when daylight when daylight savings kind kicks in, it, does Rapplet have to advertise the morning after as as twelve Eastern daylight time? If he, if he even knows what that is, <laughs> I there's no way he knows what that is. <laughs> I would say, I would say of the regular callers, I would say only Granny. Knows the difference between standard and daylight time. I bet you Malcolm did. Yeah. Hmm. yeah, Malcolm probably. Yeah, yeah, he might. I don't, I, I don't okay. know. Let's I, see. Justin, do you know the difference between time zones? <laughs> <laughs> I think I do. I think I do. I think I do. Brady, Ashley is. Uh, PM right now, and when it hits 12, it's actually morning, you dumbass. Definitely not a time <laughs> thing, but I hear you, bro. 
So why don't you go mm. fuck yourself and just take me off? Uh, why don't you just take me off your? Sh- <laughs> okay. Hey Malcolm, do you know? Hang on, hang on. Wait, 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 hold on. Did he just tell us to take him off the show that he voluntarily calls into every week? Yes. Yep. <laughs> okay. The best yep. part was where you cut him off before he could get it out. That's, that's, that's delightful. All right, let's see if Mal- uh-huh. Malcolm, what's the difference between daylight time and uh, daylight standard time and daylight savings time? Go. Uh, there we go. The hell? I'm here. There you go. Okay, Malcolm, we got a right question right? for you. Ray, I know. Eastern Standard Time, Pacific Standard Time, Mountain Standard Time, Central yeah. Standard Time. Yeah. You know, but Derek, that's the question. Derek, it's right when he keeps on Bobby Lashley, my buddy. You all right. Okay, I don't want to talk about Bobby well, Lashley. Malcolm, I want to talk about time. Okay. I think Lashley's okay. I don't think he needs I want to yeah, First off, Lashley would kick Ratboy's nuts into his head. <laughs> Second. <laughs> Why that feel so funny, but it is. <laughs> no, I'm laughing because you're laughing. <laughs> you guys are too much, man. Walking up and kicking him in his butt for no reason. That... <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's a, that's you know, that's Rat Boy. I have seen that's close enough. Rat Boy, I have I have <laughs> seen enough to adequately grade your exam, Rat Boy. Um, <laughs> but I keep picturing I keep picturing like Rat Boy's just standing on like some corner in Camden, and then like Bobby Lashley just walks up like in his in like full ring attire, so like shirtless, and he just like you know, yeah. and then exactly like you said, Derek, I heard you've been talking about like, and then just bam. Just a sure. kick to the nads. Hold that, boy. Uh-huh. And he walks away. Yes. Now, How is that any different? You, How is that any different from what happens in Camden on like a regular basis? Oh, people wouldn't even stop in their cars. They'd keep going. Just another day. That's just I, another I day. I feel like mm-hmm. that's just another beautiful day in beautiful Camden, New Jersey. Granny, do you know the difference, Eastern Daylight and Eastern Standard? Well, Daylight Savings Time, spring forward, you yes. get an extra hour of sleep. Fall back, uh-huh. you lose an hour of sleep. That's the difference she understands on Daylight it better Savings than I do. Time. <laughs> that, that's that's the difference between the daylight savings time and just standard time is in the spring you get an extra hour of sleep in the fall you lose an hour of sleep 
Let's Every time video. somebody tells me we got to do this, okay, I Granny, always, the I'm first gonna... thing I ask Granny is, do I do I lose an hour or gain an hour? That's all that matters. So, Granny, I'm going to I'm going to deduct you a half a point. I'm going to give you a nine point five out of ten. Because you don't get the extra hour of sleep every day. You only get it once. Well, yeah, but I mean, but, like but that's still, that's what they always say. Spring forward, fall back. Right. Okay. You know, on that one day, on that one day, on all the, right. you know, the, the day of the daylines, you know, saving stuff. And I forgot to tell you all this earlier when I was with. on earlier. Yeah. Um, the you, the official yeah. visitor that we had for the men, he was from New yeah. Jersey, Brady. Was he Moose? Oh, oh no, Moose isn't from New Jersey. Did he cough on oh, you? No, no, but our our men's no. official visitor, he lives in New Jersey. He lives in New Jersey. Our men's official visitor lives in New Jersey. He lives in Lodi, New Jersey. And he Lodi. was the mayor there for six... He was the mayor there for six years. It's a good CCR song. Mm-hmm. Hello, Derek. How are you? Hello. <laughs> you weren't on earlier when I called. When I was no. when they talked to me earlier, you weren't on yet. So I was saying no. he hi. Said, he said. He said, "Please wait until Granny's off before you bring me on." I did not say that. Oh, he did not. <laughs> Derek likes me. No, he didn't Derek say that. Likes me. He didn't say that. I'm, Derek's I'm my friend. That's he didn't. Right. I know gentleman. you are. Yeah. But that is the dif- <laughs> that is the difference between the daylight savings time and the standard time. Is in the spring, you get an extra hour of sleep on that one day, and then in the fall, mm-hmm. you lose the hour of sleep mm-hmm. on that one day. Mm-hmm. There you go. Yeah. I like that. I like that. I have been proven correct because we like asked. Brown. Because I said. I said, and I, I said, and I quote, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to guess that the only caller on this show that could know the difference between daylight savings time and standard time would be Granny. And we tried it with the other callers. I feel like they all kind of got, 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 got it in a way. Malcolm literally just named time zones. It's <laughs> yeah, good. That's true. Malcolm controls the time zones, man. Mal- Malcolm literally just stayed time zones, and Ratboy just said that he needs to say to say standard time so that people know it's not at midnight. <laughs> In what oh, universe did either of them come close? God bless him. Mm-mm. Oh boy! Mm-hmm. All right, Granny. Take care. So, Brady, well, are you in have, quarantine everybody now? Have a good night. Yeah, yeah, have a good Granny. Night. Yeah, Brady, you got that Rona, buddy? What's going on with you? You got the Rona? No, no, no. I got a, I got like a, a head cold. I don't have a fever. I I don't I have. Yeah, I, I honestly think it's allergies, uh, but I'm starting to get into, like, that territory, you know, where, like, it it was all behind my nose, and now it's starting to drain uh, into my throat. So now, uh, like, everywhere oh. I go, i got to be careful, because people are going to want to fight mm-hmm. me, just based yep. on the fact that I sometimes have a cough. Mm-hmm. But, uh, no, no, I, I mean, I, you know, I don't have it, no, I don't I have a temperature, I, I have taste, I, I have basically, um, there's none of the symptoms that I have, so. 
You need to oh, walk around with a giant sandwich board that just says, like, I don't have the Rona. I just have the same seasonal allergies I always have, you histrionic dipshit. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. I, I think it's one way to approach I it. I think I sneezed in a pizza call over the weekend and I almost had oh, to no. beat up like a seven, almost had to beat up a seventy year old man who's like staring at me at the corner of his eye. You gotta fight your way out. Like, yeah. What? Yeah, like, what grandpa? Right. So, now see I I just double down on it. Like if I sneeze in public and people look at me, I just start screaming, sorry, I have the Wuhan. Just, just stay six feet away from me, and you'll be fine. Oh my god! Oh my god! Jesus Christ! <laughs> oh, and I, I do right, like well. a really like thick, thick, like thick stereotypical accent too. Like, I got the Wuhan. You just gotta stay away. Gotta stay back to six feet, and you'll be fine. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. I'm kind of tapped. Um, <laughs> here's where I present you guys with a choice. We've done we this go. before in the past. Uh, I know what he's going to say. <laughs> I know what he's going to say. Can you I guys, say it for you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to blow my nose. Hold on. <laughs> okay. All right, you guys. You know what you can do. You guys can stay on, and I can leave the boards running, and you can continue on with the show until you're ready to hang up. Or and then you just hang I'm up. feeling kind of bad. I'm feeling bad. We can cut the show short, and we can move on. <laughs> How did you know? I know. I know you like a book. Because we've, we've done <laughs> this like, show before. That's my old, like, <laughs> trick from, like, 2013. <laughs> Yeah, I, I do think uh, I, I have no problem muting the line if you guys want to continue to talk. I, I literally am tapped. Well, men, do we carry on okay. or do we say this is it and send the show on its Viking funeral? <laughs> I'm, I'm with you guys. Whatever you guys want to do. I mean, I'm I don't game. have much to talk about. I mean, if you guys have something to talk about, I'm here. I'm, I'm ready. I can go well, you know, now that Brady's not here... Brady, go to bed. Now that Brady's not <laughs> here. Okay. I, I suppose the floor is open for us to talk about whatever the hell we want. Because, like, now within reason, I don't want you to, like, you know, like the fans, like, they, you know, they're putting up, like, KKK videos <laughs> and, like, Chris no, Benoit and, and, like, God. Pokemon and stuff, Brady. like, uh, most offensive Brady. stuff you can think of, you know? <laughs> No, we're not gonna. Be, God, you're so. God, you're so. You're so dumb and sick. <laughs> you're so dumb and sick. <laughs> I I had an idea on the way out, and then you got you guys okay. take it for whatever you want. Um, mm-hmm. but there was obviously a lot of really good wrestling this weekend. You know, between SmackDown on Friday, AEW on Saturday. Uh, NXT on Saturday, SummerSlam on Sunday, Raw on Monday. Uh, one moment that really jumped out at you guys is like, this was really great. This was, and don't say Keith Lee with his new music because that was horrible. Oh. I thought they had a skirt. I thought he was wearing a skirt at first. I got so mad for like two <laughs> minutes in my house. I was like, why have you got a skirt? Who's that business? They were baggy basketball shirts. So 
Yeah. But yeah. Well, Derek, you're not even if he is wearing a skirt, you're not allowed to be mad at that, bud. You better be careful. If they're gonna would, come make. They're gonna come make you look, sell your road construction team. Look, if if he went from wearing tights on Saturday to a skirt and a body suit on Monday, I'm allowed to ask questions. That's a drastic change <laughs> over, over two days. Uh, yeah, take like, all right, headbanger mosh. Yeah, like what's happening? What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> So I don't know, like, 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 from my perspective, I, 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 I thought SummerSlam was really good, you know. Um, I, 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 I went into it saying I would probably enjoy the, uh, the, uh, the two Oscar matches the best. I, I think it's safe to say they were my favorite matches of the weekend. I thought they were mm-hmm. both really good. Yeah, you know, and it I was, even, uh, I was to say, it was, it was just nice to see her in a place where she's not jobber to the stars in like a real spot, not just yeah, some, yeah. not just some random closing SmackDown match, but you know, in a, in a real spot. It was, that was, that was definitely nice to see. And I know some, some fans are like, Oh, I'm getting tired of seeing Sasha and Bailey and Austin, blah, blah, blah. But they're really good at what they do. So it's kind of hard to keep them on TV when they're being really good at wrestling. Um, that's how this business used to work. You know, if you're really good, you get the TV time and, they let Oscar do her thing, and it's awesome to see. It is, and you know the thing is too. If you're going to criticize people for being on the air, like you kind of remember that they are up against a wall, a wall that we have talked about on this show. You know, yeah. You know that they don't have, they don't have the 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 time, or frankly, the the kind of the risk cushion to be able to experiment with some of these other things. You know, yes, I would like to see, I would like to see other faces sometimes too, but you can't, you can't scream and cry that the matches are horrible without crowds and it's not the same. And then when they go and rely on, when they say, okay, we're just going to go and rely on these proven bankable commodities until we, until things are back to normal. You, you, if you were upset the first time, like you can't be upset that they went and changed and did the other thing. Yeah, exactly. Like um, they've been saying, oh, SmackDown doesn't have any stars and, you know, it's a bunch of new guys, blah, blah, blah. So they bring Roman Reigns back. And it feels he feels like a, a he feels a little refreshed because he's been on TV for a while. And then you wake up Monday morning and people are like, oh, Roman's back. Here we go again. He's going to be a world champ. It's like, well, when he wasn't around for the last six months, you complained that there was nobody on the show you gave a damn about. So you, you can't have it both ways. You can't say you're ready for fresh faces, and when they try to give you it, you reject it. That's why the old man goes back to what he knows. So he goes back to the people he trusts because he knows they can pop a rating or they can have great matches. You can't really knock the guy for sticking to that in these times. He's not like I said, they're not in the position where they can throw stuff against the wall and see. Yeah. I mean, I mean, the thing is, is that, and I don't, okay. You, you and I and Stro have all at some point on this very program tried to make this point. The man has to go where you are putting your money. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If you really want for there to be, and, and, and I'll, 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 I'll put up a great example. 
when uh, when Bo Dallas and little Joey Hennig <laughs> were starring as the B team. That was something new. That was something different. Those were yeah. faces you hadn't really been seeing on television for a while. People didn't put their eyes and their money on that product, so it went away. Yeah. That's how mm-hmm. that works. Like if you if if you really want for there to be new things, then you everything new can't automatically be dismissed as bad. Yeah. It can I mean, become bad. Yeah. But like Funkasaurus. <laughs> like even if you, yeah. if you look at A, if you look at AEW, um, look at their two championships. Right, their first world champion was Chris Jericho, a familiar face that people knew. Their second champion is Dean Ambrose slash John Moxley, another face that people recognize. And if you look at the TNT title, it was Cody, and now it's Luke Harper slash Brody Lee, a guy who's had WWE, you know, experience. If they would have put their world title on a guy that nobody knew, who was a fresh face they'd have a hard time getting the ratings they get because at some point you have to establish something that people remember. And then you can take that thing that's established and you can give it the rub to something new and boom, you got a brand new shiny toy. You know, when Vince had Steve Austin, he took Steve Austin and he put him with Bret Hart and it's boom. There you go. Steve Austin's a star now. You know, you take the rock, you put him with Mick Foley, boom, he's a star now. That's how kind of how this thing works. You, you know, they just didn't put the rock on TV and go, all right, rock, be rock. He became a star. It, it didn't work like that, right? And you know, that's a that's a criticism that that you know, years and years ago, when when this show was much younger and we were much younger, um, <laughs> you know that that's that was the that was the criticism that that all of us on the show levied against the the big WWE was that. Yeah was that they were putting all of these people with John Cena who could have been made stars and then mm-hmm. it just kept feeding the beast. And yeah. and that was that was a legitimate criticism then and it's a legitimate criticism now in retrospect. That Yeah. Some of this too though, and I I wonder how much of this is true because this makes me think of a call we took not a a, a couple of months ago. Um but it's just kind of like like this conversation is kind of bringing it to my mind. Um, Steve, caller Steve had called in, and um, we were uh, we were talking about um, how relevant merchandise sales were. Yeah. And you and I both kept trying to explain to him that selling. Selling three T-shirts is not the same as selling. Selling three T-shirts to one person is not the same as selling one T-shirt to three people. Yeah. And like, I sometimes I wonder how much of this. I wonder how much of the. When wrestling fans say, you know, this guy needs to be pushed, I wonder how much of that is a reflection of maybe the bubble that that, like, wrestling super fans live in? Yeah. 
Because, like, I I like John Moxley, but I 100% understand why he just never caught on. Yeah, he 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 had a, a niche group that loved him, and they think if they scream loud enough, you know, it makes them a big deal. Like I remember that call we had with Steve, and he was saying, you know, well they they sell shirts out of the you know what's the hot topic, and you know they get to have millions of shirts in hot topic, and, and like you said. They can sell a million of those shirts to their core group. Steve Austin sold a bunch of Austin three sixteen shirts, one shirt to the world. It's not it's not the same thing. Everybody has you know NWO sold a bunch of shirts to people all over the world. There's there's different type of stars. The reason Chris Jericho seems like such a huge star on that show is because he's had the exposure. He sold merchandise all over the world, and now he's on their television show. So he's like a god to them. He's a bit, he he's their Hulk Hogan. Now, if you take Chris Jericho and you put him in WWE and you compare him to The Rock and the Austins, he's not quite on that level. But he's above everybody else in AEW. And sometimes those fans they think you're being disrespectful by saying that, but that's just what it is. It's a fact. Yeah, I mean, it's. A... And and we have this argument way back in the Spreaker days. We used to have this argument with TN, with people who would call in to tell us about how great TNA was. Mm-hmm. And and yeah, TNA. We had the TNA death clock and all that. But part of it was part of the criticism against TNA was was that we said, look, it's, it's a, they're at a different place. So you have you have to measure success differently. And you know when when you have when you have young and up and coming stars like even even if Vince was going to let let's say tomorrow Vince wakes up in some fugue and says oh we gotta we gotta make lots of new stars fine great fabulous <laughs> they're not going to just automatically push these new stars to the moon it's a process. No. Yeah, it's it's a big part. Like, bro, you're you're an NWA guy. They they built Sting up, but they built Sting up by putting him next to Ric Flair. He had that time limit draw match, and then they continued building him up from there. But in order to get him even close to being a star, they had to pair him with Ric Flair and let him have that great match just to get the ball rolling on him. Oh yeah, Flair back then was the go-to guy, you know, to do that. Yeah. Yeah, they, Ronnie Garvin. They took. They tried everybody. You, you got to have some type of potential for it to work. You know, Ronnie Garvin. They put next to him, and it didn't quite work. But if you have a guy with some type of potential, and you put him next to that guy who's the superstar, it takes time, but eventually, you know, he'll become a star. You know, there's a big gap between Steve Austin's Austin 316 King of the Ring speech and when he beat Shawn Michaels for the title. You know, at WrestleMania, it's almost two years when that happens, but you bring a guy along, he becomes a bigger and bigger deal, and when it's ready, you push the button and you have a brand new star in your hands. Right. And you know, it's some of it too is that is that sometimes guys sometimes a guy's ability works really well 
in a different part of the card where they are not asked to be the guy. Mm-hmm. That is that is that is just the reality of it. And I, I have an extreme example that I'm thinking of. Um, like if you if you think back to the Ring of Honor, uh, back when Ring of Honor was a thing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> If you if you'll remember, I was a very big fan of Grizzly Redwood, the littlest lumberjack. Oh, love Grizzly. Oh, this is who who doesn't who doesn't love Grizzly Redwood? But like, I mean, if I was booking Ring of Honor and you came to me with a pitch to make Grizzly Redwood the Ring of Honor Heavyweight Champion, it it doesn't matter how much I like him. I know that's probably an odd fit. Yeah. I know that I know that I'm probably costing everyone money by doing that. Mm-hmm. I can make I can I can put him in a title match, but he's going to lose. Yeah. Because some of these things, some of these things that that's just like that's just how they work, and like I think I think you see that now with some of the some of the guys that like we could come on the show and say well WWE doesn't know what to do with them, like. Bray Wyatt, I think, is a perfect example. Bray Wyatt is a guy who works so great as kind of like a secondary thing. Yeah. Yeah. He, he, and a lot of people get upset when I say this, but if you look at The Undertaker at his height, at the height of the popularity of the Attitude Era, he was never really the guy. It was always Austin or Rock, and then Taker had a name that you could throw him in there and he could feud with these guys, but he was never asked to be the guy. And that was his thing. Now, it wasn't until years later when those guys retired and Undertaker was the elder statesman and he got to work with the Edges and the Ortons and the Eddie Guerrero's, and he became that guy. But he wasn't that guy at the height. If you look at Rey Mysterio, you always see, you know, there's this narrative that WCW had the Benoit's and the Dean Malenko's and the Rey Mysterio's and the Chris Jericho's, and they misused them, and these guys should have been world champion. I love Rey Mysterio to death. Rey Mysterio couldn't have been world champion in 1997. It just that just wasn't where he would have worked out best. Not when you have the Hogans and the Giants and the Nashes and the Goldbergs coming in. He just didn't fit. It wasn't his time yet. And the same for Eddie Guerrero. Now, if they would have stayed in WCW and maybe WCW was around in the early 2000s without folding, they eventually would have reached that level, like a Booker T. Booker T was was around long enough to where he was able to become a world champion, but he had to go through the tag team, TV growing pains and all that stuff, and he became a world champion. But there's certain guys at a time and place where they're meant to be on the card and they're meant to be great, and it's just that. Now, not saying they can't rise above that, but at that current time, they're just not meant to be made of their guys. Right. And, you know, and uh, and the thing is, is that like, like you could listen to this and you could, you could call back into the show and say, Oh, you know, you know, Derek and Ray, you and Stro, you guys are being hypocrites for what you're saying. No, we're not. Cause <laughs> like if you, if you can't, cause like, like I, if someone was going to do that, they would probably, they would probably point to how, um, we lamented for months and months and months about how poorly Asuka was being used. And they would say, well, you, you know, you guys were doing the same kind of wish casting. I mean, none of them would use a $5 word like wish casting, but you get the idea. <laughs> um, 
you know, they would say, you know, you guys are wish casting with Asuka the same way, same way you're criticizing me for, for doing it with, with whatever wrestler you want to throw in there. No, there's a difference between, between not, there's a difference between not maximizing someone and actively hurting someone. And in the case that we were criticizing, you know, you're, when you keep making somebody lose every time you put them in a big spot, eventually that hurts you. Because like if you're if you're going to keep putting if you're going to keep putting someone in big spots, eventually you have to pull the trigger. Like you can't, because otherwise then like you just you just you made the Brooklyn Brawler. Congratulations. Hello. Well, I guess it's just me. Yeah, I'm here. Sorry. I um, like I was saying, um, look at a guy like Dolph. Dolph, when he faced Drew McIntyre a couple months ago, nobody believed he could be world champion, and that's because they've beaten him so much over the years that it's embedded in your brain that oh, he's just here to put on a good match and get beat. He's not here to be the champion, and people didn't take him seriously, and that's from years of beating him over and over and over again in these type of spots. Right. Whereas, like, if you if you had taken it, it's just <clears throat> us, by the way. Um, it's 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 just Stro Stro died. Um, you know, it's 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 a thing where 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 in, if instead you had taken a little taken little Nikki, and you had. I don't want to say protected because that's probably not the right way to think about it, but you put him in some positions where, you know, he is moving up the car and he's getting some victories and he becomes a believable challenger to some of these bigger names. Well, now, okay, you can put him in some matches and maybe he loses. Yeah. But it's believable that he, it's believable that he can come back now. But when you take someone, when you take someone and dress them up in a cheerleader costume and sacrifice them <laughs> in a five-on-two uh, cage match, that the five loses. <laughs> that that's over, bud. Yeah, it, and it's it's funny because we were talking about the old ROH. I remember in their heyday when they mattered, there was always a handful of guys who were never world champions at that point. But you believed if they got a shot, maybe, just maybe, they were good enough to be champions. That was always the Brian Danielsons and the Nigel McGinnises. You knew those guys were world champion material. But there was always a guy like Davey Richards who never really won as a tag team guy, but you just thought maybe in the back of your head because of the way they booked him. If you ever got a title shot, maybe, just maybe, Davey would have a chance. And if Davey won the title, when he you know, eventually won, it was kind of like, yes, you know, I knew it. It wasn't like, oh, my God, why they put the title on this tag team guy. And I feel like a lot of companies don't book guys the way ROH did back then. Well, they, they, don't, they don't. And I think people forget, too, because you, you get that, you know, you certainly get that criticism. You, you, you see that criticism a lot. We hear it on here all the time. Ring of Honor had the luxury of essentially being able to book however the hell they saw fit. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, their their television show, if, when they had a TV show, I was actually doing the ROH beat. And, I mean, you, you couldn't find it anywhere to watch. I remember, yeah. And it was, it was, you just it couldn't find it anywhere. There was, so, you know, really, they, they almost, for all practical purposes, they did not have a TV show. Um, you know, you know when you're doing that, and you're and you are still broadcasting on tape delay, and you're able to do these, you know, all these things in one shoot, where you have that kind of luxury, you can do a lot more things with your booking. Yeah. For as for as bad as as I would say, I don't want to say major because I want to lump TNA in with this for the time period I'm talking about, and let's face it, they're not major. But for major wrestling booking, for live major wrestling booking in recent history, for as bad as it has sometimes been, you know, they. It goes back to what we, to what we started this conversation with. They they have to follow where you where you are putting your eyeballs and your dollar. Mm-hmm. And if you know if if you're that unhappy that Roman Reigns is going to be on SmackDown, <clears throat> don't watch. Exactly. Go outside. Mm-hmm. I mean, put. Yeah. I mean, you know. You know, not if you live in a major city. Don't go outside there. But like, if you live in the rest of America, go outside, and you know, just to try doing that. Just, just trust me that that if enough of you do that for a measurable period of time, mm-hmm. that that will work. Yeah. I- it's exactly the, the, that's the only thing they understand. And, and if you love something, you get behind it. Um, we've seen it with the Daniel Bryan push. We saw it with the Kofi Mania stuff, which <laughs> happened to have Daniel Bryan as the bad guy in that situation. If you love something, cheer for it. If you hate it, don't watch it. That because whether people want to believe it or not, Vince they're a publicly they're a publicly trademark um, publicly owned company, right? They have stockholders. If it's not making money, Vince has to sit on these meetings with his, you know, the, the, the people who own stock, and he has to explain them why things aren't working. He doesn't want to have to do that. He doesn't want people selling stock in his company. So it has to, it, he has to make these things work. He has a different responsibility. And if it doesn't make money, and if it doesn't move numbers, he's going to have to abandon it, and he's going to have to figure something else out. So that's why when I, I, you tell fans, you have the power. We don't have the power. Vince is going to put – no, you do have the power. You just have to hit him where it hurts. That's all. You hit him where it hurts and where you can see it, and he'll, he'll make the necessary changes. And we talk about strong booking. And I hate go back to ROH. There was a time where their booking was so good. And I remember the time you are talking about where you couldn't find it on TV because the only way I could watch it was on uh, – I had to join, like, the Honor Club thing they had on the – on their website and had to watch it online. But there was a time where the tag team titles were on the Kings of Kings of wrestling, Cesaro, Cla- you know, Claudio and Chris. Mm-hmm. And they, and they were in a feud with the Briscoes and the Briscoes brought in Papa Briscoe and Papa Briscoe to that ROH crowd was as big as stone cold in the nineties. And they had main events 
all over all over the country, but the fans cared about it because they can they perceive them as stars. And if you can make your tag team title the main event of your show with strong booking, anything is possible. Right, and to, and to go back to that booking too, that's that's something that I think people who live in the bubble, and I'm not trying to put them down. So if you're listening to this show, I'm not trying to put you down. I'm trying to help you understand where your frustration comes from. At that time, at the the time we're talking about with Ring of Honor, Ring of Honor's real obligation was to fill an arena of maybe five, six hundred people. Mm-hmm. I, I remember because I, I went to a show where they, where they were actually going to be doing some tapings. And it was, it was I, I mean, there, there wasn't, it was just general admission, folding chairs out on the floor. Yeah. I think there were probably, I said, there probably, if I, I'm probably overestimating, probably 600 seats. That's not hard to do. Like you, you can get 600 people in an area interested in your product. Yeah, easily. Ring of Honor didn't have shareholders. You know, I mean, yeah, they had they had carry silken money, but they had vir- there was virtually no way that silken could lose money because Ring of Honor didn't have to they didn't have to get that many people to buy in. Exactly. Yeah. So when you say, well, why can't, why can't Vince book like Ring of Honor? Because Vince has to fill 20,000 seat arenas mm-hmm. every week. He, he can't book for you and your six friends who just really love the young bucks. <laughs> that's, the middle aged bucks. The middle aged like bucks. He, he, that's, yeah. he can't do that. He can't do that. It's it's the same idea behind like why can't McDonald's make a better burger? Mm-hmm. They pro they in all honesty they probably could, but their business model is not predicated on selling you that burger. Yeah. Their business model is predicated on selling you something that I, I haven't been to McDonald's in a long time. Um, what, what's, what's a double cheeseburger now? Like two fifty, something like that. Yeah, something like that. Um, they're, they're but they're predicated on selling you something that is under five dollars, and that you pick up from a window. And inherently, I suppose there's nothing wrong with that, but like you have to accept that when you when you choose to invest your time or money in a wrestling promotion you have to understand how it is that wrestling promotion plans to generate revenue and on what scale yeah and i remember yeah, I, I remember having this argument with people uh when chicago was was bigger than big mhm and it was, well, why can't they be more like Chikara? Because if you took the Chikara gimmicks and tried bringing some of that 
to you know a mass consumption audience, you would fail. You would fail miserably, and that doesn't make that doesn't make the the product you like that that more niche product that doesn't make it bad. Frankly, it's probably good. Yeah. But it, you have to accept that there are limitations to the ability to market something, and you have to accept that your tastes may not necessarily be reflective of what is going to make money for a promotion. And if that promotion stops making money, bud, you're not going to have any wrestling because it's going to go away. Because they don't do exactly. it for free. Exactly. And fans go, well, why does Vince bring all these old guys back for WrestleMania? And it's, I, I've said it on the show before. He has to fill football arenas for WrestleMania. These stadiums. He has to fill 100,000-plus arenas. And if that means I have to pick up the phone and call The Rock, who's the biggest movie star in Hollywood, I'll have to pick up the phone 